Hey, this is how I see it. We should play this game for life. <laughs> what game? Mackin. Hey. Welcome back to the Mackin and Hangin podcast. I'm your host Trey. This is episode 86, and I'm still here with Beach. Yes, sir. Rico. What up, though? And uh, shit, we back for another goddamn episode. We was just over here talking about how. Me and Rico were just saying how we actually been enjoying the goddamn Joe Button podcast, and we were so we were so damn shocked that they actually uh, was able was able to keep this shit going because like I actually like the last pod and shit. But Meech, how you been? Uh, how you been macking? Uh, my macking been steady as always, or whatever. Shit, chilling, having a good time with the company I keep or whatever. So macking is always afloat. That's what's up. Why how you been? How you been hanging though? My hanging been cool, shit. I was off for spring break, so I've been chilling this week. I took uh, <clears throat> I took mom and uh, Dave and shit to uh, beat ups and shit. That shit was pretty cool with my little nigga. Ah, uh, for real. Oh uh, yeah, so that shit was pretty smooth. But yeah, I've been chilling, shit. I've been good. Wait, when y'all got to beat dub? We went there like two nights ago on Thursday. That's what's up, yo. Yeah. Good old Dave. Now it's funny. I, I told y'all niggas when I, I was at uh, Dave. You know, my car is over there at Dave crib. That shit wild as hell, dude, living a, a, a funny-ass life and shit. Like, when I went to his crib, I was, what the hell, dude? Got a whole wall of memorabilia and shit. He, could, he got, like, a Hank Aaron bobblehead that may be worth some money and shit. You know, they just be collecting a lot of... Typically, it's like a lot of random trash, but <laughs> now that shit might be worth some money. I'm like, eh, Dave, uh, I, I actually think Dave might be a damn millionaire. I'm like, yo, what the hell do you be doing with your bread? I don't, I don't ever see Dave doing, besides buying, actually, I do know what he do. He be buying old-ass cars with his money. <laughs> like, oh, wait, how much is that 1975 uh, Oldsmobile? Like, oh, that, oh, let me get let me get three of those, and then I'm going <laughs> to ship one to Meech. they just give us uh, one of those raggly-ass cars we ride around in. <laughs> hey, when I first moved back, Dave gave me a big-ass van. That shit ain't had no key. I was starting that bitch up with a screwdriver. I <laughs> uh, here trying to date women. That shit was wild as hell. <laughs> I was like, no, that's my car right there. I was pointing at somebody Audi and shit. <laughs> I was driving a big ass van. Boy, was I worthless at that time and shit. I was living on my mom's couch. That shit was wild, but it did humble me though. I loved. That's one thing I do say. I like to remain in the uh, humility uh, energy and shit. You know, like that energy, Absolutely. like when you know you're progressing, but you want to still be grounded. And when I first came back to Milwaukee, I was loving that vibe of just because, like, when I was in Atlanta, I had a amazing ass apartment I was broke as hell but I was like portraying that fucking rich ass lifestyle and I, I was so damn broke and shit but yeah so shout out to Dave for that that ugly ass van Big Berta Big Berta was rides he had like 250 miles 250,000 miles and I'm like <laughs> yo boys trying to go out I remember uh, he was trying to get me to go out in that big ass van I'm like bruh hell nah <laughs> yo uh, Rico how you been macking though uh, y'all gonna hate me this week. I've been super good and positive and shit. Oh no, you had sent me a, a kind ass message and shit. He was like, Yo. "Oh no, he sent me one too." And shit. said, "I loved you like a uh, like I never loved someone before." And I said, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? What this tear coming from my eye? From I, I ain't know how to respond to that shit. But nah, Rico has I. I fuck with that because when you when you have that good vibe, it feeds off the world. You I know do, what I mean? do it so, every month, man. That's how I knew I was like, oh, Rico getting that bag though. He kept looking no, at those texts like, damn, that's a fact. Shit, shit, finna get real spooky now, man. Uh, I can't put some yeah. plays together now, but I do it every month though. I, I genuinely do that shit every month. You, Micho told me get the fuck out of here and shit. Uh, oh no, yeah, he tried to have a little <laughs> moment between. I think like calling me a good dad or whatever, but yeah. I just curved that shit. Oh uh, no, me and me and Rico had a uh, moment and shit. I was like. 
Thanks, brother. I That's love you like a motherfucker. Then I just got out the chat because I didn't know if Rico was going to see me a picture of his ass and shit. <laughs> Do you like that, bro? Because <laughs> I didn't know if Bill was flirting or not and shit. Nah, man. I, uh, I just be trying to bring a little positive spark. Like, once a month, I do that shit, bro. No, that's dope as fuck, yo. I never even thought of that shit because... Typically, my friends meet me with a lot of energy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pissed me clean off. This. I remember he pissed me off in the chat. Yo, that nigga Nige had me so fucking furious and shit. So um, we were talking about because um, I, you know, first first off, I was having a uh, my work day was like annoying as hell. Like, it was stressful as fuck. Like I was dealing with some shit. And uh, I'm just like, you know, whenever I'm having like, cause, you know, I work from home and shit. So whenever I'm having like a uh, fuck the word, that's going on Facebook just to like escape for a hot second and shit. Yeah. So we was talking about. Um, no, I had shared this post that uh, a chick had said, uh, a chick had said, uh, if 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 all of my girls go out and my dude with us. It's mandatory that he pay for all of us and shit. Right. Right. So he had posted that shit. Because first, we uh, we originally got to that post because it was... Najee had jumped on this post um, about... Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the fuck the post was Some about? Some chick was trying to uh, put... Uh, oh, that's what she was... I remember. She was trying to say... She was saying if guys seek virgins... That's that a sign of pedophilia sign of pedophilia and shit. And, shit. and, and Najee hopped on her ass. I was like, what the fuck? That's the dumbest fucking logic I ever heard. And I was like... I was proud. Of it. Like, yo, yeah. Because I couldn't... For some reason, she had disabled the comments. So I was about to hop on her ass. No, as he, well. he caught a body, but Najee had went in and just destroyed her. And I was like, "Yeah, kill that shit." Oh no, like, Najee stay in random comments. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I had screenshot that shit. I was like, "Yo, Najee killed killed their ass and shit." And then I was like, "Yo, women be saying some stupid ass shit." You know, we were just talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Women be stay saying stupid ass shit on social media. And then Rico had posted uh, some. Uh, he, Rico was like, uh, "Hell yeah!" Because look at this post. And that was a post about paying. If yeah, if should, if all the girls go out and my guy is with us. It's mandatory that he pay for all of us and shit. So I was trying to explain uh, when, when Rico said that shit. Uh, Nadia was like, "Shit, I probably would do that shit." And I was like, "Nah, I would never do that shit." I had, and I have never done that shit. And then Nadia was like, um, "Yes, you." Have. And then first, no, first uh, uh, he had said some shit. Then Rico was like, "Shit, bro, I ain't never doing that shit." And then Nadia was like, "No, what the fuck, you would do that shit." And then you called him a Jamaican Jew and shit. Yeah. And then uh, so <laughs> then Nadia was like, "No, but uh, Trey, Trey would do that shit." Actually, Trey has done that shit. I'm like. First, I read that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, bro, why the fuck you, you saying shit with such certainty? I'm like, bro, first of all, I've never done that shit in my whole fucking life and shit. And then Rico's like, no, I've done it maybe once. So I'm like, bro, all in one of my date, I've never no, paid. No, no, no. I said, I said. You said maybe one. Yeah, person. I said, I said, I will pay for my friend and I will pay for my wife and then one of her friends. I'm right. not paying for the gang, though. Yeah. And like, I, fuck that. And. So I, I was just like, bro, I've never done that shit. And I was like, first off, don't say shit with so, so certainty. Like, I, that's what I'm doing. Like, bro, do you even fucking know me? And shit. He said, what the fuck? Nigga, do you? He said, that stress gonna make you uh, fucking pass out, you bitch, nigga. <laughs> and then I said, what the hell? Then that's when I just got filled with fucking anger and rage and shit. So I just went in on Nas. Like, yo, bro. I, cause that one thing I hate about Nas, he think because he... How he does shit and how he sees the world, he think that's how all of us is doing shit. Like, if he done it... That that's mean, how both of y'all niggas is, yeah, But, yeah, I guess... <laughs> probably niggas down there in love with each other and shit. But how he did that shit, was, that shit had me so fucking tight. Cause I'm like, called me, I'm like, yo, I've never done that shit. And then he called me a bitch, and I'm just like, bruh, I'm just telling you, I've never done that fucking shit that you're, that you're saying is so Oh, yeah, no, that shit dumb. I'll never pay for a bunch of drunk hoes. Damn, my brother keeping it funky. So, yo, nah, as a non-member of the fucking podcast, because you know you're not on this shit, you old fucking short, dusty-ass nigga, 
Bad hairline having ass nigga When you listen to this shit Just know we own your Shiny head ass brother Hey y'all realize That nigga Najee morph into a weird looking ass Adult and shit I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo who the What the fuck is dude Turning into Who the fuck is he Turning into right now That, that nigga Yeah he had went on A wild adventure and shit. <laughs> No I'm, I'm just talking about How he's progressing uh, Overall his looks and shit I'm like yo who, Nigga Najee is starting To look weird as hell Like <laughs> Yo, he looked mad unusual for an adult and shit. I don't know. Do you say he looked mad unusual? <laughs> do you know any? Wow. Do you know like, his head is tiny as hell, though. That shit does look like a, a tennis beard, ball and shit. But he got a beard and he look like he's 13. you like, what the fuck? This 13-year-old with a beard and receding hairline? Damn. Dude look like Macaulay Culkin for real and shit. That's just <laughs> stupid as fuck. But yeah, nah, so that's... So that, I commend you for spreading that positive energy because whenever, oh, yeah, yeah, man. whenever uh, you never really get that shit either. Even even so, because uh, Najee, you never you're not gonna get that shit from Najee at all. I mean, he might say it jokingly, but you're never gonna get like a real ass genuine moment. Like, man, y'all niggas doing y'all shit, and you no. know how you would even think Christianity would turn Najee to a better dude and shit. It kind of made him just more. No, I don't care. It made Najee more intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, care. yo, get this nigga the fuck out of my face. I don't shit. care what nobody say. Uh, everybody everybody wants to hear that uh, somebody is proud of them or that they see the hard work oh, that they facts. doing. And oh, shit. I will say, I'm part of that generation that need a pat on the back. I don't see nothing wrong with that shit. Right, that's part I of just tried to give you one. You told me fuck oh, out yeah. of here. Oh, no, because, no, no, like my brother was saying, I'm not used to my friends coming to me with peaceful shit. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know how to react to like, that at all. This is a You don't know if you got a whole, a whole ass uh, flame ready to go. Like, thanks. You're like, oh, thanks. You trying to see me? They just wild out and shit. But, nah, so I, I respect that shit because... Little did you know I was I was getting ready to end it all before that message. <laughs> I said the fuck. Let me, let me move this fucking. Yeah, uh, I, I even sent that shit to. Uh, I fuck with King and Will like hard. I genuinely fuck with them. I sent it to them too and shit. Oh like, yeah. Oh no. When you sent me that shit, I think I was taking areas to like round one or something, which is like a gaming store. Yeah. And I was having like a genuine moment with Arius and I looked at it. Now, at first I was going to give it some peaceful love, but I was like, hell no, I don't know what this is about. So I just attacked dude. <laughs> now, that just shows you that you don't know how to accept love. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of people, that's a, that's that's a real life. thing. That's everybody. Everybody that's trying to figure thing. that like, out. People, no, I know they accept no, that No, that's a great ass topic, though. Accepting love from other people outside of the, the your person. Family your shit? No, your companion or whatever. Shit, let's, let's dig into it. We, the natural conversations are the best ones, anyways. Yeah, I mean. So. Do you know how to accept love, bro? You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Act. I'm talking about from any from 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 your companion, but also from your friends. Because one thing I did notice uh, last week <laughs> when we, when Dre was here and we was leaving and shit, and then Dre was like, uh, "All right," he was like, "All right," you know, when niggas be like, "All right, love," and then he was like. All right, bro. <laughs> you just, just told him to get the fuck home. Yeah, that's what I always do and shit. Niggas, cause now the funny thing about it, I also do that shit when niggas say they be like, "All right, love," be like, "All right, bro." <laughs> nigga trying to have sex with me and shit. <laughs> that shit wild as hell. The fuck wrong with dude? I don't love this nigga at all. But no, but do you know how to accept that shit? Oh shit! Um, are you talking about like from friends or, or are you just talking about all around? All around friends, family members. Cause it when you actually start thinking about it, niggas don't embrace that shit across the board and shit. Not not even just friends, but just like with family members and shit. Like how often do you display that shit? Cause you know what I it was even thinking of the other day. I'm like, yo, you willing to show those efforts for your companion, but are you willing to show those efforts for like your family members for like? You know how, like, you'll take your girl out to somewhere nice, but how, like, you just took mom and them out and shit, but, like, you always, like, thinking of ways of improving their situation. How often do you do that shit for everyone else and shit? And 
do you think your love should only be restricted to just your companion and shit? I'll say, I don't know how to embrace and receive love from my friends or whatever because a lot of my friends and shit be attacking niggas with insults and shit. So then you know why? Because none of us know how to do it as well. And shit. I know that's a fact or whatever. We so, always hated this shit. That's actually you funny as hell. That's <laughs> we, actually, we all came from a long line of hate and shit. Like, oh shit, I'm ugly. Yeah, you ugly bitch. Oh, I'm ugly too. Everybody's just getting called ugly nonstop and shit. But no, uh, damn, where was I going with this? Um. Fuck, you made me lose my nah, point. No, we, we was talking about receiving love, and you said you don't know how to do it. Because all your friends be throwing all kind of hate at yeah, you. Yeah, hate it. Hate, hate okay, so when it comes to, like, friends, I can receive love from, like, a female friend or whatever. Like, even if we just friends, strictly friends, I can receive it from them for whatever reason because it's just different coming from a female. From my guys, I think we use a lot of, like, joking as a mechanism to show each other that we do care about each other, but we don't want to say it verbally yeah, yeah, yeah. except for you and shit yeah. or whatever so i don't know it's like a man thing you don't want to seem vulnerable and shit. you know what i'm saying like yes yeah, because you you like that with your lady or whatever it's easy to open up yeah but to your guys it's like should i really tell this nigga how sad i am today and shit you don't really <laughs> want to let no nigga know that so yeah when it comes to my friends i have a hard time when it comes to my family even our family, we never been that type of family where we just like, yo, mm -hmm. I love you and giving out hugs and shit mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, unless we had a funeral or some shit. Oh yeah, dude, took it sad as hell. No, I'm just, no, I ain't, no, I ain't trying to turn it sad. I'm just saying, people, yeah. you, you either do it at a, you do it at a wedding, because when people are proud, you're like, yeah. I love you coming. You do it at a graduation, and you do it at sad ass occasion like funerals. But uh, typically, if you're at a cookout. You more so just pissed at you dare and shit. Oh no, that, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, that might be, that may be a black family thing. Though, no, it is. A black I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if other races or whatever have a hard time expressing love to each other. But you know why though? Cause nigga, we that shit is all cycle from. Man, I ain't finna get into no, all no, this. No, so no, you gotta no. make me cry. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> but no, I'm saying because you know how they say like you should, you supposed to experience love. As you grow up and shit. Not mm -hmm. from yourself, but, like, from your surroundings for you to know how to, like, give that shit off. So, like, if you see your parents constantly infectious and shit. Actually, no, that's a great point because, like, at least for me, with, with me being a parent, like, every night before Arius go to sleep or whatever, I'll tell him, like, yo, give me a hug. You know what I'm saying? I love you. I want him to understand that it's okay to that's express your emotions and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. If your parenting skill, I mean, if your upraising or whatever is based off of love then it'd be easy to receive and give love but if it was on some awkward shit where some people have a hard time communicating and shit, especially when it comes to that type of shit with our family i experienced nigga, it wasn't a bunch of love passed around oh, facts. it was in different ways but we wasn't verbally saying that shit, right so and it was more so like in your environment you would more so have to you would more so have to focus on the survival mechanisms Versus the love and That's shit. The yeah, I mean, it's like you in the hood with your hood ass family <laughs> and shit, and everybody like instead of showing you a uh, 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 attribute of love, I gotta show you an attribute of toughness. tough love. No, yeah. not even tough love, just toughness. Like yo, I'm that dude and shit. You know what I mean? I do. Like, I do think last year or whatever, 2020 have brought black families closer together because mm -hmm. people dying and shit Facts. with the pandemic. So we had no choice but to learn how to express that shit. But whatever yeah. that's why i just took my mom and um stepdad like that ain't something 
I do on a regular, but okay. I was thinking like, yo, I need to start doing more shit like uh, this facts. or whatever. To you know what I'm saying? So yeah, and and, and for me, I, that's kind of how because like shit, I be trying to hit up mom every chance I get. You know what I mean? Just because like shit is shit is beforehand before like the pandemic, you don't actually communicate with your people yeah. all the time. And it's like, oh no, now nigga, time is limited. You know what I mean? Time is of the essence and shit. Oh no, so. facts. That's why I, I even been hanging out with our cousin more and shit. I was with Dude Ugly Eyes last weekend. And oh shit. yeah, you talking about Kiana and shit? I mean, I would have came through, but I had a you see, I had a whole damn. Super oh yeah, no, I'm already not. But. Uh, what you gonna say, bro? I never got to my Mac and hanging, but if you want to button this up and then we can get to my yeah. shit. Um, my mom just had a, a magical way of uh, being uh, a mom first and then somehow being my fucking friend too and shit. Oh, like, I was always able to do whatever the fuck I want to. So y'all can like drink Four Locos together and shit? Not necessarily drink no Four Locos or no shit like that, but I got my first tattoo of my mom and shit. I got my first tattoo of my mom and shit when I was like, I got my first tattoo when I was like twelve or thirteen and shit. Oh, word. Yeah, me and my mom got our shit together and shit. Wait, you was thirteen? We got your first tattoo. Yeah. So that's why. Sound like some terrible ass parenting shit. So that's why this nigga was in a pack of cigarettes after you was done. That's why this nigga was in a foster home and shit. So why are you giving this young man drugs? Nah, uh, the, he deserves it, your honor. He trying to get paid on the block. <laughs> she was just some two days. I say all terrible. that to say, uh, for even nah, though we was in a uh, single parent home and shit, she always displayed love. And, right. Um, growing up, and I mean, Meech can even Meech even seen this. Like growing up, I was with basically you niggas every day and shit. Like y'all was my brothers and Hell shit. Yeah. Y'all literally was my family and shit. Like I didn't, I didn't have the friend term like. I had brothers for real and shit. So I just, just like, find out you have two other brothers and shit. Oh no, them one of them niggas ain't my brother and shit at all. And shit. I'm just saying by blood. Oh, you like sound I, like you hate dude and shit. Nah, yeah. it's it's on site with me and him and shit. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> God damn, this shit took a wild ass turn. It went from a happy go lucky to a nigga that's gonna no, catch a murder charge. I am happy go lucky, but <laughs> next thing you know, next thing you know, me and me's gonna be on some documentary about how Rico murdered some black dude and shit. <laughs> Like so, tell us about they gonna first they gonna play that audio like it's on site. You gonna be like, <laughs> oh, I said on site. I one time about murder him. I don't know how he died. And shit. And no, he, did, he did some. He did some super fuck shit. Yeah, and, but how? Oh uh, shit. No, I, I I only got like a few. Oh yeah, no, keep this shit, bro. He did. He did some bro. super fuck shit, but. That's neither here or there. I, I do that once a month. Uh, Who said it's on site? <laughs> that shit wild as hell. It's uh. I do that shit once a month because uh, I care for niggas. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas be fighting a lot of silent battles. Like, I, I, I'm i vocal with Trey. Like, me and Trey right. talk a lot, actually, and Hell shit. Hell, yeah. And uh, I'm always vocal with that nigga about how I feel about certain shit. And- hey, no, you're right, though. Friends do be fighting battles. But for me, when I see that, like, my uh, my uh, my homeboy Nick and shit, like, the the, the little white homeboy yeah, that came Nick, through or whatever. He be throwing like little sad shit on Facebook, but like my first thing when he do that is to like instantly attack him and make him feel make him feel worse and shit. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, Y'all don't understand how life is getting for me. I'm outside. I'm cold. You're like, yeah, you cold. And you got dirty socks on, bitch. Nah, I be having conversations with Naj too. With Naj, Naj, he be like, <laughs> just be happy that you ain't got cancer. Like he just be doing some wild ass yeah, shit. Nah, nah, one thing I said about his ass, he got a unique perspective of the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's his own. That's his his his. his I would I say an ability that I do admire, but do a glass. Wait, shit. you admire an IG? Nah, but I'm talking about as far as like cart to cart. What's it called? Compartmentalize. Are you in love with him though? Just no, let's but get check, to the point. Just check it out. I'm saying. saying to, would yo, you like, can we talk, bro? All right, go ahead. I'm saying uh, to compartmentalize uh, certain situations. Like when you have so much fucked up shit, 
he know how to play certain shit. You know, sometimes a lot of the watches that happen to his eyes, some other motherfuckers would just be like, that shit would just be like, yeah, wow, it'd you know be devastating I mean? to him. But shit. sometimes you can have a certain perspective on certain chicks. I'm like, I don't know. Certain certain people react differently to certain shit. Like if me and you seen certain like shit, even when we went to our sister, shit was like that shit was like what the fuck, you know what I mean? So some people know how to compartmentalize some of that shit. But back to my uh, to the overall, you done with your little shit? Oh no no no! He's got his own cipher. You going you going you going like beat the shit out of him or like unconscious type? That nigga did some fuck shit and this it's it's over. But yeah, um, <clears throat> to wrap this up. Uh, okay, go ahead. No, nah, to bad. wrap this up. Uh, I just I just you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't ask too many questions or no shit like that. I just be want to give out uh, words of encouragement, and let my niggas know I see all the good work that they're doing. Man, no, that's real. dope, and that is dope because you. You learn, like, you know, you can do those self-talk books and, like, all that shit, and you learn how to do it, but then you never actually, like, do yeah, that you shit don't to your people and shit. Like, yeah. let me say, no, nah, fuck these niggas and shit. I remember, I, I, remember I, I did go through a phase, and I was trying to do that shit, and I think Nigel might have called me a gay bastard. <laughs> I, know, I, do, I think I do remember that phase when you was, like, you was putting, like, hella positive shit on Facebook uh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I was always... No, nah, I, I thought you was becoming a homosexual. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was... I mean, I still believe all of that shit, and I still... I knew, that was a little weird time for you and shit. That's uh, no, bro, a, I, you thought he was Gandhi and shit. Oh, no, bro, I went through a, a spiritual transformation. I, I still credit that time to where I'm at now and shit, bro. I was at the... If niggas knew exactly how dire that shit was in Atlanta, niggas was homeless, all type of wild ass shit. It was like, all I had was goddamn books and, and fucking long... Train rides and shit. So, oh, we don't care and shit, though. How you? How you? Nah, you see how a niggas be telling you they real shit that me just get uncomfortable. You <laughs> like, man, let's get me another joke going because I don't know no, how to handle this no. situation. I said we I'll, I'll be eating. I'll be eating. Uh, nah, boo, right, yeah, that shit terrible. How but you nah, I got it though. But how I been uh, macking? So I've been macking well. I'm actually planning. Me and my lady is getting ready to go to Puerto Rico. Hey. <laughs> That shit is mad racist. What you doing? Puerto Rico. Racist as hell. Oh, yeah. I was, no, I was telling a lady like, yo, I'm going to go to Puerto Rico and be like, yo, where the Mexicans at? They're going to be too damn mad. You know, Puerto, oh, yeah. you know, Puerto Ricans hate Mexicans and shit. And Mexicans hate Puerto Ricans. They both hate each other. And they're like, if you ever call a Mexican, if you ever call a Puerto Rican Mexican, they, those are almost like fighting words. And That's shit. the fact. Like, bro, don't call me no damn Mexican. They'd be too damn annoyed and shit. But I just bought my... Um, Resort. See, I was trying. I was uh, talking to Rico last week about. I was trying to like take the the <laughs> cost efficient approach at first and shit. I'm like, bro, I don't want to break the bank and uh, you know what I mean. But then I was like, he's like, yo, if you go to Puerto Rico, you don't want to go to no fucked up shit. And I'm like, fuck. But all that shit was getting expensive and expensive. And I was like, man, fuck it. Let me just bite the damn cost bullet now. Said because it's for my B day anyway. So I'm like, let me just bite the cost bullet. So we went to a little nice ass resort. Shit, resort. Right. I sent the uh, the group chat. The resort right on the damn beach, and they, uh, we, you know, they got a whole bunch of shit in there. Uh, we gonna have a good ass time. I actually gotta today. I gotta go buy some shit that I'm gonna be wearing for the resort. You know what I mean? That's pretty lit. And uh, so yeah, so we doing that. It's gonna be be lit as hell. I can't wait to uh, to go. You know what I mean? So trying to do that shit. Then I'm also been uh, di- for my hanging. I've been dibbling my toe in. Uh, into looking for another job. Also, I wasn't even doing it on some real shit. It was more on some, like, playful shit. Because, like, this guy at my current job, he ended up leaving. He's a social media uh, dude. And he ended up working at this other agency. And he had randomly hit me up on LinkedIn. Like, hey, just let you know, uh, they are looking for a paid search person. And they pay a shit ton. I was just like, 
Oh, let me just let me just check. Hey, it see. don't it don't hurt to deal Hell with yeah. Dog. So I just I just sent over my resume. Then I ended up fucking getting the interviews. I interviewed with them. Then they start moving fast. So I'm like, yo, hold the fuck on. You know what I mean? Because my current job ain't then. They ain't been pissed me off where I'm like, yo, I'm trying to leave and shit. But then I had gave the lady a salary range and shit. She ain't blinking. She was like, oh shit, wait, y- y'all willing to do that shit? So that and then I I've been applying for like Google and shit. Nigga trying to work at Google like a month. Nah, listen, that. level up. You two meet y'all, you know what I'm saying? From the last couple weeks when you was talking about your shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, shit coming y'all way. Y'all but, got the credentials. Fact, and I'm actually uh, my new salary range. Well, what I'm trying to get to is 100k. And I you know how you get there and you be like. <clears throat> How close you are to that shit, yeah. and you'd be like, "What the fuck? That shit is feasible as a motherfucking shit." Like the more I like look at how uh, how easy that shit. Is. I, I know right now if you if you even get close to seventy or eighty k, it's it's over for the pod and shit. This nigga finna be in Jamaica every weekend and shit. Yeah, <laughs> but nah, I ain't gonna put it on blast and shit. I ain't gonna put it on blast. But I would say that I'm b- definitely. Um, Trying to get to that that salary range and shit, so that that's part of my uh, my hanging. And then also, um, well, what the fuck else I've been on this shit. And then my job, they just been on, on some annoying ass shit. So that's why it was funny as hell because they kind of annoyed the hell out of me yesterday, while the other jobs had hit me up for that uh, interview and shit. So I was just like, they ain't annoying me. Is, it, was is like, this divine time? Yeah, yeah. It ain't annoying me in the months. Was like, I need to start looking. It was just like, it's one chick on the team. Just she just she just be shooting me emails, and I just be like, yo. You too damn annoying white lady. <laughs> Fucking white lady be the annoying. No one should be. I'm like, bro, you want to say this shit to me in person? I, nah, I'm going to do shit. You know what I mean? I don't want this shit to go wild. Uh, I got to handle all of this shit. Meet your day trying to kill you for your suit you was clean, B. Sure, you oh, was no, clean. You cleaned up clean. too, dog. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you all y'all props. You cleaned up too, man. Oh, yeah, no, my suit game. And also, I, I, I formally like to challenge E, Najee, and Dre to a suit off, bro. They tell because niggas. First off, let me get clear the goddamn record straight and shit. Because Dre tried to say he dressed me and shit for the uh, shit I just had on and yeah. shit. So after the pod, you know, Dre was here and shit. So after the pod, me and him went to um, we went to uh, what the fuck that shit called? We went to the mall and shit. You know, I was going to buy some uh, pants and shit. So I literally asked a simple question. I'm like, yo, I want to wear this this blue blazer. What would what what would be a a, a good color option uh, to do this shit? And I was like, I was either thinking uh, brown and gray. And I was shit. just going to say brown or and gray. Then, and he was just like, yo, do gray. Well, no, I said I'm thinking brown. And then he was like, yo, you should do gray. And I was like, all right, cool. So then we at Macy's. He picked up some light gray pants. I'm like, oh, those shit's all right. They were the pants I had. And I ended up finding those and shit. And then he was like, yo, those are solid. Then fast forward. I already know if I do that color, I'm going to do brown shoes and brown. But like, I'm not going to do black and shit. And then he say like, "Yo, you should do brown shoe." I'm like, "Yeah, I already know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm planning on doing anyway." I already, I already own the fucking brown. You trying shoe. to compliment the blazer, right? Right. And I'm trying to, yeah, bring that shit out. So then uh, they put, we put the shit in the uh, group chat and shit. And then this nigga said, "Trey, you don't give me credit. I pretty much, I'm pretty much your daddy now. I dressed you and shit." I said, "The fuck, you ain't dressed me that nigga." Now I say, "He your daddy now and shit." <laughs> and then I, I was in that bitch going at it and shit. And then uh, we all went at it. And then I was just wanted to tell Nige. When it comes to this uh, professional suit, not even pro- I would say professional wear and shit. When it comes to like classy wear and shit, you're not fucking with me, bro. And Dre and them, I mean y'all, Dre and E, they would be good competition because they got some pieces and shit. But I would put my shit up against them niggas. I got I got a couple suits that I can whip out and shit. So I just want to formally uh, throw out that challenge. So if y'all niggas want it, y'all can come and holler at me and shit. And shit, I would even say my brother red suit. It kills a lot of uh, Susan Najee got and shit. 
If we want to keep it frank, am I right? Oh no, my shit was fire. I don't know about how y'all niggas was bringing it, but the red on red with the black and gold, my shit was going crazy or whatever. Yeah, that shit was harder than my shit though. I don't know, yo. I, I don't. I feel like my shit was, yo. Nah. Which Rico? Which suit was harder? You seen his shit? You seen my shit? He wore plaid. I'm a plaid dude and shit. Oh, so basically you in love with this nigga? No, no, no. I, Trey will tell you, I've been I've been talking about plaid for fucking years and shit. Them niggas used to kill me for wearing plaid. Oh no, know. I feel like my shit was well put together. No, I said I said no, you had a fire good. ass suit yeah. and shit. You had a fire ass suit. It's just me personally. I'm a plaid person and shit. Yeah, that shit was good, but I don't think it was on that level. And then that jacket, that jacket was too nice, bro. My shit. I don't know. That's your opinion. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, both, we, yeah. Both, yeah we both got our own opinions and up. shit. Yeah, we both cleaned up and shit. And it was good. Good to see uh, you not wearing uh, Wranglers for the friends or times like damn. I thought he was gonna throw a red blazer on some Wranglers and talk about some. This is my old town rule, y'all. Oh, fuck around with it. Damn, that shit was trash as hell. Somebody should have uh, let's do uh, do fuck it. But uh, let's get back to it. Though. Yeah, you've been talking for a long guy's time. Yeah, I actually hear my voice in these mics and shit pissing me off. Like, what? This is what y'all niggas be hearing all the time? Damn, I'm annoying as hell. I remember dude saying something like I was uh, what, what uh, Kev said. Oh yeah, he <laughs> said. <laughs> No, he says you talk like you got uh, tissue up your nose. Oh yeah, that shit was funny. No, he said you talk like your nose stopped up and shit. No, but I did see some weird shit on uh, cafe. He had posted some weird ass pictures. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you seen that? She like, this ain't me, y'all. You seen that? Oh yeah, shit? I seen that shit. <laughs> oh, this nigga gay as shit. Look at this short nigga being gay as shit. But uh, let's get to it. So before we start, I would like to say uh, prayers up for DMX. He's a uh, by the time you hear it, hopefully he's recovered by then. Um, but praise out for DMX. He had an OD uh, on Friday. So Friday was the, uh, what's today, the 6th or 7th? Today the 3rd. Oh, yeah. Damn, I'm going to say the 7th. What the fuck am I talking about? So, yeah, yesterday was the 2nd, though. So he had an OD on the 2nd. So I want to say prayers up. Make sure you keep DMX in your prayers. Um, and we wish uh, for a speedy, speedy recovery. But let's get to the shits, though. So when I woke up, I seen my Twitter timeline jumping like crazy, right? And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then in my, I got a, uh, another Facebook group chat, and everybody was posting these Jalen Rose pictures and shit. I'm like, what the hell, Jalen Rose? Do? And he was tre- tre- uh, tre- trending on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck happened? So apparently, a video came out of Jalen Rose last night where Jalen Rose or Paul Pierce. Oh damn. My bad. Yeah, you fucking it. My bad. You fucking that no, 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 the next the next Friday scene, remember when uh, they was in oh, the yeah, house, yeah. all of them girls was going crazy. So this video came out. Paul Pierce is smoking weed on on Instagram live, and he got uh, women twerking and stripping, and uh, it was just a lot of wildness going on. And then he was talking to women in the in Instagram comments like, "Yo, come through, it's lit! Like, yo, you can have fun, you can make money too." And I'm guessing that there were. There, those were either strippers or, or ladies of the night. Um, but you should explain who Paul Pierce is. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, so if you, if you don't know who Paul Pierce is, he's an NBA uh, ex, a former NBA player. He played for the Boston Celtics. He won a couple championships. Now he works for ESPN as an NBA analyst. And if you didn't know anything about ESPN, ESPN is owned by Disney. So whatever your actions is, you represent ESPN and Disney. And he's currently employed. Like he's been on the last week. He was on ESPN as a as an analyst talking about a game. So add that Disney backdrop to this overall moment of him with a bunch of women 
getting butt naked, them throwing dollars on the women, him smoking weed on camera. Even if the weed is legal, he's still smoking weed on camera. And the whole thing about the NBA is supposed to be like this family-oriented type of deal. So, like, your image is being... Pretty much, he's messing up the image for ESPN. So, do y'all think the ESPN will fire Paul Pierce? Go ahead, Rico. Man, they might get Paul Pierce the fuck up out of here, dog. And I'm only I'm only laying on that hill because of, like we said, the, the whole Disney thing and shit. Like, <clears throat> Disney don't be fucking around and shit. ESPN has let a lot of... Well, let me not lie. ESPN has not let a lot of shit slide. But this was like, wow... This is one of the times where you just, everything ain't for the internet and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You do what you want to do in your own free time. Nobody can judge you for what you want to do in your own free time. But when you start doing shit like this, like, your choices can affect not only you, but your career and your family too and shit. Let me ask you this, though. What's up? What was so bad about his Instagram live that should lead to him getting fired? If it was on his own time, technically nothing and shit. Because then if, if they fire him from doing something personal that has nothing to do, he didn't say anything about ESPN or Disney on his brand, would he have a case like, yo, y'all can't just fire me for living my life. Like, so y'all telling me I can't go on Instagram live? And and let's say he was in the city or a state where weed is legal. And it's like, would that fall under, would what he doing is falling under like freedom of speech technically? Shit, that's what I'm asking y'all. What do you think, Meech? Um, I don't think Paul Pierce did anything wrong. You ask me, that looked like a great ass. Oh, fact. I was like, what the fuck is my invite? Or whatever, but the only thing he did wrong was broadcast. Post? Yeah, why the fuck <laughs> were you putting that shit up or whatever? I would, if it would have came from like one of the strippers on some trying to get some clout shit, then I would have understood. Right. But it looked like it was coming from him and shit or whatever, so... I, that part, I don't know why he did that or whatever. But as far as ESPN and how they're going to deal with it, yeah, he up out of there. They didn't got people. They got rid of people for less or Facts. whatever. So, yeah, they look at it as you representing us wrong or whatever. Especially Facts. being owned by Walt Disney. That's literally a family brand or whatever. So, yeah, we we can't have a, one of our analysts looking like he a weed head with ass shaking. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he gonna be up out of there. He shouldn't be because he ain't doing nothing but living his life. But yeah, that's shit. that's the that's you know the, the gray, politics. That's the gray area and the gray line that I'm having with the shit. Like, and I agree with you, Mish. Like, I don't, I personally don't think he did nothing wrong at hey, all. And shit. Another thing though, I've been noticing this ain't really got nothing to do with that. But ESPN got some bad ass women that work there. Or I only, I don't know if it's ESPN, but let's talk about sports in general. Like, there's some beautiful ass women in there or whatever. Like. Yeah. That should be if you think about it. Remember, I think ESPN got Carrie Champion. She a beautiful oh, ass black woman. Oh, they fired her. Well, whatever she was on there at one point. See, exactly. <laughs> they fired her. If she got fired, and, and, you know he's gonna be and out of there. They fired her for political. They fired her. Remember uh, Ron Parker and shit. They yeah. got him up out of there. Oh, yeah, they, some shit. They fired Chris Bouchard, Jamel Hill, Carrie Champion, Michael Smith, Dan Labatt. All of the like Pretty their, their top the people, talent. Yeah. They fired for way less. But one thing I can say about. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. Did y'all see that? Never mind, never mind. Because it was a... Uh, what's the um the show, Colin... It come on after it come on after Undisputed or whatever. Uh, Colin, Colin Cowherd? Yeah, it was... Because you know, he used to work for ESPN too. Yeah, it was a clip of... uh What's the... um I think her name, Joy or something. Oh, Joy yeah, on... Uh, she yeah, beautiful yeah. as hell. I'm talking about Undisputed. <clears throat> yeah, and he had her on his show or whatever, and they was just talking about like some random sports shit or whatever. 
but like he just accidentally slipped up and said like he was trying to use another word but he said titties or whatever he was looking directly at her because he had like her never mind I'll figure out I get canceled myself no you better get him fired oh no that's a fact this shit I'm surprised they didn't come for him for that shit shit it's on Fox but uh oh he was uh, looking at the black shit no, he talking about the Joy. Joy is the white chick on Undisputed. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, nah, she... as far as uh, the Paul Pierce thing goes, I think he he can he can spin it as like I'm not saying anything that's a fireball offense, and my actions because like y'all are saying like why he posted it. He was like, "Yo, it's my private account. I'm not posted under uh, ESPN anything." It's no, I know. I, I I don't know what their contract says. I was about to say, like, I'm pretty sure they have something in the contract saying you represent the company or whatever. So yeah. They they probably have something for that so you can't sue us or whatever. Yeah. So he out of there. He, he might he might be out of there. I mean, I'm just thinking of like, because y- y'all were saying like, why did he post? But I'm thinking he was so damn intoxicated. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like he probably didn't realize what was He mm-hmm. probably, you know, no, I'm talking about because you, you've been Paul, Pierce, Paul Pierce was, was doing, he, he was having his nigga moment. Every everybody do that when they feeling themselves and shit. Yeah, like, but that's I, just I think he reality. was more because I you seen how his eyes was looking like he was he was. Fading. Oh no, he was he was high as a bitch. Yeah, he's so, having a nigga moment. He I recognize to, that look. That yeah. shit was like a great time. He wanted to flex and show everybody that time of the life that he was having it. He was I, having the time of his life. I don't think it, his intent. I think it was one of those moments where he was intoxicated and high, like he was cross faded. If 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 it wasn't his intentions, he would have he would have put the phone down and shit. Bro, you don't make rational decisions when you're fucking under influence and shit. Like you just. Do stupid shit like that's what I'm saying I'm saying if he's like yo I was under my own influence and I didn't say anything uh, uh, of uh, of offense to so anybody. I'm not trying to get technical or anything like that but what if they say uh, what if at Disney they they, uh, they policy is no drugs and shit he pretty much incriminated himself anyway and shit yeah that, I, mean, if they, I don't know the drug policy <laughs> but if they got no I'm not drug trying policy. to get technical or nothing like yeah. that I'm just saying like the whole thing bottom line what I'm saying is I agree with you and Meech. Right. I don't feel like he did nothing wrong. I and just feel like him recording it was yeah. the stupidest shit ever and shit. Yeah, but I think his decision to record was based on him doing drugs. You know what I mean? Like I know, that's a fact. So it wasn't like he... I, we all agree. And the only thing that's wild about all of this, how it's a lot of hypocrisies in, like, in our culture. Because, like, I'm sure the top execs at... All these companies are wilding out like Fact. crazy. That's a Yo, Way more sicker shit than that. Oh, That's yeah. A fact. Bro, you, we seen the Wolf of Wall Street. They was doing Absolutely. lines of cocaine. Literally everyone on Wall Street is on coke and drugs. So it's like, the thing about, uh, I think that's different from our culture and when we see their culture. It's like, when we do shit, it's in the open. We're like, bro, we don't we don't hide shit. Like, they'll be on coke and doing all this shit in, in business, but they like come across as like this, like, God fear in person, but they're really just like yeah. Wild, but then when crazy. they get caught, you know they you know you know uh, white people on Wall Street do when they get caught. What? They go into this big ass bill and talk about they finna go into rehab and they need help and all this other shit. Yeah, but I was just saying that to say like Paul Pierce probably felt like yo, y'all do way worse than like everybody. He probably been at ESPN parties seeing like, everybody just wilding out. He like wait y'all doing what? Y'all going to the bathroom to do coke, coke. You know what I mean? Like, he probably was like, yeah, we're going to get coke. Yeah, let's do it. He's like, bro. Nah, it don't matter, though. No, I know it don't matter. I'm just saying in his brain, he's probably thinking, like, because, you know, as black folks, when we do stuff, we just be like, yo, this is acceptable. This is what they do. He probably was telling people, yo, come on ESPN, bro. Like, bro, we have fun. We party and all that. But they, he didn't realize that he was that, that could be a fireball. Oh, he wasn't thinking. Shit, he was just having a great-ass time. But 
Nah, he out of there though. It's one man versus Walt Disney. Like Hell it's yeah. over. Yeah. Don't so. nobody want to get and, Disney done. And, and he had some terrible basketball takes as well. Especially his bas- his his Bucks takes. Remember when we had played uh, Celtics and they had beat us like one that first game and he said we used to get swept. And then we proceeded to beat them in five. And then he had he had a bunch of other takes that especially his Giannis takes he was annoying me. Him I I started to grow a little appreciation for Kendrick Perkins, but uh Paul Pierce was always he's always annoying me, so his absence won't be felt. Who do y'all think he should replace him? Real quick before we go past this. Oh, I don't know. I haven't even given it thought. I got Steve Francis, but uh, I'll take Gilbert Arenas if they give it to him. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, give it. I, what the fuck I say, Steve? Yeah, Gilbert Arenas. Actually, Gilbert Arenas will be way better. His <laughs> podcast is fucking fire. But speaking of another media sports uh, um, person. Uh, this Michael Rappaport versus KD situation. So if you guys don't know what happened, so my, or who Michael Rappaport is, he's a comedian slash actor slash podcaster slash sports analyst. Now he do a whole bunch of like weird jobs, but um, apparently uh, Michael Rappaport and uh, KD Kevin Durant, who plays for plays in the NBA, is a superstar. If you don't know who he is, most people know who he is though. But um, him and KD got into it. And he uh, pretty much he was mad at KD for not responding to an a interview on TNT. It was like an old interview, like 2020, when uh, KD refused to uh, answer some Chuck, uh, some Charles Barkley questions. And um, he was just like, yo, just do the interview. You got to be stop being so sensitive. And he started talking all this shit to KD. I got What's a up? question for you, and I got a question for you too, Meech. What's up? You said he was responding to an old 2020 interview. Mm-hmm. You think he was on the drugs when he was responding? Who uh, Rappaport probably, but hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me finish this off. So he was telling KD like, "Yo, you're so sensitive. Just responds to the interview and man up." And then he's and then uh, KD was like, "Yo, what the hell, bro? Like this came out of left field." And then they start getting to this back and forth thing, right? On uh, and it was all via DM. This wasn't even on the well. The tweet was public about KD responding to the DM or responding to the Charles Barkley interview. Then the, uh, KD messaged him like, bro, why are you talking all this shit? Like, bro, just stop it and shit. And then he's just start coming at KD like, yo, fuck all of that. You rich as hell. You should probably be donating some of your money to uh, some of these projects in Brooklyn. You know, all that shit that was going on. And um, KD was like, bro, what the hell? Like, bro, you stay doing stupid shit like this. And then he had posted a uh, this deposition of... Um, of uh, Michael Rappaport and Dave Point Pointnoy, you know Dave Pointnoy, he's from Barstool and shit. So they got into it, and he ended up trying to sue him for it. He's like, "Bro, you don't want to smoke. You already tried to sue somebody for this shit. So um, you should probably uh, like calm the fuck down. You know what I mean?" And um, they just kept getting into it, and then eventually KD was like, "Yo, you a bitch." <laughs> and then they, he's just like, "Yo, you call me a bitch?" He's like, "Not only are you a bitch, you should meet me at the steak hut on 35th Street so you can catch this fade." And wait, shit. what's your question though? No, nah, I'm just explaining the background of the story. And then he said, "Catch the fade? What the fuck? I'm not gonna fight you, Kevin Durant." He said, "Yeah, you ain't gonna fight me because you a bitch, and your wife knew you a bitch as well and shit." And then that's when once he brought uh, Michael Rappaport's wife into the whole uh, game and shit. That's when dude was like. Um, it's exposed time and shit, so he exposed the entire damn uh, conversation they had on the timeline, forced KD to apologize and all this shit. Let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think Michael Rack report was wrong for exposing KD? And was KD wrong for calling him a bitch? All right, let me go, because you was, got, damn, you was talking for yeah, a long time. Yeah, I had to explain the whole situation for people that didn't know what was going on and shit. Yeah. You was still talking for a long time, but, um... 
to me, KD, before I even get into uh, Michael Rappaport, I'm going I'm to address KD. To me, KD is like the Drake of the NBA. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is he don't fuck with niggas. Like, he don't fuck with... He don't fuck with a lot of the media or whatever. Like, everybody know KD be on them burner accounts attacking everybody and shit. Even if you just, like, a local, just a random-ass person on, on social media, that nigga KD will go at your motherfucking head or whatever. That's a fact. So, you already know KD is, they call him sensitive or whatever, but I think KD just don't fuck with niggas. He don't fuck with certain NBA. He definitely don't fuck with LeBron either or whatever. Like so, that. KD be... He, he he already got like a, a a short temper. He'd be ready to go for go on niggas or whatever. And then as far as Michael Rappaport or whatever, I thought he was wrong for releasing the um releasing the DMs because like these are private messages. It, should, it, it was never supposed to be seen by the public or whatever. But KD was wilding though. Like for he KD was wilding though. Like took the conversation they was having or whatever. Started about the Charles Barkley interview or whatever, but it was no reason for KD to bring his wife in it or whatever. Like, and then he was bringing violence into the situation. Hold on, but let me explain. Because when I said he didn't really even say it, I, I kind of embellished about him saying your wife took your bit. He ain't really say nothing. He ain't say nothing crazy about his wife at all. all no, he, he didn't say nothing crazy about his wife, but he should have never mentioned his wife in the first place. Yeah, she had nothing to do with that situation. Rappaport shouldn't have went in his fucking DM. No, hold on, hold on. I, <laughs> I'm gonna let you get your opinion off. I'm saying, in my opinion, KD should have never mentioned his wife in any way. She had nothing to do with that conversation. Yeah, and then also like you know you play you you in the NBA you can't be threatening people with violence and think you're gonna get away with that. He got a 50000 fine for that if y'all didn't see that or whatever. Oh, yeah, facts. But as far as everything else, the conversation, like, I don't see nothing wrong. Like, shit. Because I don't know who the fuck told Michael Rappaport he... I, what makes his opinion so Im- important and valuable? Like, who the fuck is you to always... I don't know. I just... I don't really fuck with him. I, I, I don't understand his whole... Like, how did he become... This comedian that's giving sport takes now and shit. I don't understand that transformation. To be fair, Michael Rappaport always talked about sports. I'm saying, like, I just don't <laughs> understand why. What the fuck is you doing? Bro, I'm just going live on the pods. We can have some shit. But keep going. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> who threw me off and shit? Oh, no, you good. Just keep going. But, um, yeah, I thought Michael Rappaport was wrong or whatever for voicing this shit. I mean, for uh, putting it on social media. Like, if you can't take it, why the fuck you in my inbox? Like, you on some scared chicken shit? Like, you shouldn't have been here in the first place. Right. But then KD was wilding, though. Like, you know you know, you cannot, you can't be an NBA superstar. And not only are you threatening somebody, you threaten a public figure. Like, you know you know this shit. And then it's a white man at that. Like, let's, let's stop playing. You know where this is going. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Let me see. What's your, what? I feel like KD did what the fuck he was supposed to. What do you mean? You can't be hopping in somebody's DM about a fucking interview. Like, nigga, if I don't want to do an interview, I don't have to do an interview and shit. Right. Like, you can't just, you can't hop in my DM talking all kind of greasy shit. And then when I reciprocate that energy to you, you get upset and then you want to expose that shit. That that conversation would have been totally different if, if Michael Rappaport would have been like, hey, man, listen, we reached out to you for an interview. Ooh, too damn ugly. That shit throwing me completely off. No, just keep going, bro. I didn't want to throw my flip flop at your head. That shit would have been way different if Michael Rappaport would have just been like, hey, yo, KD, we reached out to you for an interview, blah, 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 blah. 
Dude came in the interview like basically telling him like yo you being a bitch right now and shit like you can't be doing that like do this damn interview like he was right. talking to him like he was a slave and shit and that's a fact and fucking shit hey that's a fact and shit like he was dude just started bodying that shit no, no, that, no that's real talk yeah, I'm not gonna lie as I was talking I felt myself not knowing what I was talking about <laughs> and shit but I had to keep talking and shit yeah, he was talking to him like he was a slave essentially and shit like now the one part I do agree with Meech is that uh, he shouldn't have brought his wife into it that part I do agree with yeah but in the heat of the argument though like you can't be when you match your energies and shit like it's pretty much all causes off and shit you know what I'm saying hey let's think about it though like I think I think NBA players had enough of the, of the um the media of the media because yeah. remember last year with Dame and Skip like right. I think the NBA players like yo who the fuck is these niggas coming at or whatever like <laughs> we the reason listened? why y'all have a job bitch yo, niggas have y'all ever listened to how Skip shit on LeBron constantly I oh, know yeah. but no I mean uh for the Michael Rap report hey Skip shit. be going back at them though he'll be oh, no. he'll be backing down at all and shit dude be hey, get that shit off my face it ain't on shit. you bro it's on me by the way audience this nigga got his phone going live so yeah no they see me and shit but no I, I, my whole point was for the uh the Michael Rap report shit like I don't know why I think it, it was just it was just some bullshit I mean he did get he did say like the whole thing is you can't uh, throw stones and then uh, hide your hand when they throw them hoes back at you and shit. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what Michael Rap Report was on. Like he was fucking throwing stones and then like he got pissed off when Kate or when Katie responded. And then y'all say the wife shit was a big thing, but he tried to come at KD as like painting him as a sellout and as like somebody who don't look out for the community. Because when he said that line about like him not giving back to Brooklyn or like... Oh, see, I don't know the whole specifics of their conversation. Oh, uh, no. Whatever. So it was, it was part, one part of the story was like he was saying like uh, they weren't giving back or KD wasn't giving back to Brooklyn and he was like all these are kids and you over here worried about blah, blah, blah. Like pretty much uh, insinuating that KD is selfish as hell and he only cares about himself and then KD's like what the fuck like we just having a conversation about my interview with fucking Charles Barkley and you want to talk about some bullshit but all in all I say Michael Rapp report you get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here bro like Michael Rapp report like who the fuck that, that's my next question to y'all and shit who the fuck gave Michael Rapp report the damn uh, clearance the black clearance. Black. Who gave him his black car in in a black culture? Let Let me uh, ask you first, Meech. Um, I don't know. I have no idea where that came from or whatever. I don't remember him. You know, normally when we give like a white person the clearance or whatever, the black clearance is because they either dating one of ours, yeah, or whatever, or you seem urban and shit. Like, oh shit, you did a black dance. <laughs> you but, funny. Oh no, but the thing that don't make sense about Michael Rap Report to me is like. Yo, he got it. He got his stance on being a fucking ex Ku Klux Klan member. And shit. I don't know if y- if y'all ever seen the movie uh, Higher mm-hmm. Learning and shit. Like Michael Rock Report played a fucking Ku Klux Klan member, and he shot uh, what's her name again and shit. Big head. But like, I will say, in, in his in his defense, it's, it's acting though. You can't. No, I know it's acting. I'm just saying, like, how do you go from playing such a, a, a divisive character to becoming? Like he just got, a, you know how like you know how black he'd be like, yo, we accept you to the barbecue and shit. Like, who the fuck gave Michael Rappaport his invitation? I'm gonna tell you what it is and shit. And shit. I don't think I don't think it was one or more of them things where people just invite him to the barbecue. I think Michael Rappaport got the the uh, because he's from New York. Yeah. He got that he got that uh, elitist mentality and shit where they feel like they can speak about anything that goes on around the world and shit like. 
anybody from New York that y'all know of always feels like a that they better than everybody and b that they got a, a sense of um elitist uh, being an elitist in certain shit. And I mean, let's just be honest. People in New York still consider fucking the Madison Square Garden like the, the biggest thing on earth since sliced bread and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You sound like, like Rico hate fucking New Yorkers and shit. No, like, it ain't that. It's just how dog just be. That's how he comes off, though. Yeah. Like, that's a serious thing. Like, and I don't think it was more or less, like I said before, that people were just inviting him out to the barbecue or no shit like that. It was right. just one or more of them things where he probably said some shit that some people agreed on and then after that it just it just reeled on you know like a snowball effect like he can probably be like man look at the fucking Yankees or look at uh look at how the fans are at Madison Square Garden and everybody's just like yeah keep talking your shit Rappaport keep talking your shit yeah but and then it just slowly transitioned to him talking about other shit the shit that don't make sense to me is like yo how the fuck that he go from I, I just don't I don't get the timeline and I also think he's more of a uh, you know who uh, Michael or not Michael Blackstone what's that unfunny ass dude that's that that was on um, fuck I can't think of the Come to America too and shit that we was like yo this nigga's not funny at all and shit Tracy Morgan Tracy Morgan like to me Michael Rap Report is him like I never have y'all ever ever heard Michael Rap Report tell a funny joke like I I never thought dude was funny and like. Like, there are certain white comedians, and you know what, how they got their black card, like their black clearance, like Gary Gary Owen. Like, Gary Owen is actually funny as hell and shit. Like, I just. No, nah, he corny as a bitch. No, I think Gary Owen is funny as fuck. You like Gary Owen, bro? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, that's just a corny white man and shit. Oh, uh, no, Wait, Gary Owen is that, that, that the white dude? Is that the white dude that's. Uh... That nigga, he was on Comic View and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he funny, funny. He funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, he actually. And then he actually. Fucks with the culture. Like, okay, but hold on, let me let me finish this. I'm saying he acts like he actually did shit to support the the black uh, fucking comedian culture. So like I've never seen Michael Rap report. You know, like they call that shit the Chitlin Circuit and shit. Like uh, Michael Ra- or Gary Owens was actually doing that shit, like going to those black clubs, like uh, breaking bread uh, with other black comedians and shit, like you know Kevin Hart's and all of that shit. Like he was even uh, I was watching shit how he actually was helping Kevin Hart come up and shit, like. I see why he can be accepted as far as, like, getting that black cart or getting that uh, invite to the, the cookout. But, like, Michael Rappin was like, bro, even... You remember his role on Friday and shit, on uh, next Friday, when he played the mailman and shit? And oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know how black people could even... Get, like, every role he played, it always was some fucking, like, underlining racist shit to his role and shit. It's like, but... I don't. I just don't get it. It just don't make sense and shit. So I, I want Michael Rappaport to uh, get the fuck out of black culture and shit. That's that's kind of. And I want the black co- the black media to stop to stop thinking about or stop allowing dude in and shit. And we gotta stop allowing so many people into our culture and shit. Oh no, that's a that's another topic for Let itself or whatever. Hit them with that beach. No, that's another topic. Or whatever. Like when we have like white pop stars come to our culture, like that's when they want to wild out and be crazy. But then. They get to escape and go back and be white. Like, well, they just took advantage of Blacks. me. Like, the Justin Bieber shit. The uh, one Molly girl, Cyrus. Yeah, the Nicole. Molly Cyrus was Nicole. twerking and shit. Like, once it was over with, it was like, oh, them big, scary black people mm-hmm. took advantage of me. Now I'm getting my life back together. Like, no, you got your, you got hot off of us. We made you who the fuck you was or whatever. So, when shit go left, don't try to run back. So, Facts. no, that's, a, that, that, that's the truth. Shit. We got to stop. So, and motherfuckers be stealing from our culture since day one right. of Earth. Shit. Now, let me ask you this, though. How do you think we go about vetting people in our culture? Like, what what should be some, like, properly ways of getting, like, 
certain people you can come in with, some people come in. Like, how how would you know who to let in and who not to let in type shit? I think the way of knowing who to let in is people who do things that genuinely support the culture. Like, if you do things to help the culture, like, right. if you... If you, it, I'm talking about in real ways, like you invest in real money and mm-hmm. time into our culture. Like how then, Gary Owens was doing the chilling circuit and bringing up other black comedians and all. Like, I'm saying shit like that. No, yeah, yeah. So if you doing, that shit just bothering me or whatever. Know, but, uh, we just need some visuals and shit. I know, that's all good and shit. But, um, <laughs> Especially the glass king ain't here and shit, so I just figured I'll be the, the yeah, camera yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, shaking and shit. But, yeah, um, I'm nervous, motherfucker. I'm a nerve. Nah, keep going, though, Meats. But, um, yeah, like if you if you doing real things to 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 support our culture or whatever, like if you putting black people on, if you putting money in black people pockets, if you're not doing shady business, then yeah, you could be a part of the culture as long as we see real support. Right. But if you on some funny style shit and you just trying to drain us for our talents and then go, no, nah, you got to get up out of here. Right. So that's my take what on that. What about you, Rico? How, like, how do you feel about our? Well, there's two part question. First part is. Is there a way we can properly vet people, white people coming into our culture and shit? Because I feel like, A, it's so accepting of everyone and shit, and then we get all these fucking leeches in the culture. So, how would you go about so properly... So, to answer that first part, yeah. Um, unfortunately, no. Okay. And I only say that because our, our, our group, like... Some of us as black people and shit on our come up. Right. Not all of us, but some of us can be bought and shit, unfortunately and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we've seen that shit happen time and time again. Um, like Meek said, people putting their best foot forward as far as like they talent and everything going and right. in the end they just don't end up with anything to show for it. You know what I'm saying? Like people right. just be getting fucked. And the only thing that they got to their name is Nothing actually, because a lot of people don't even be owning their names and shit. Well, what the hell is you talking no, about? I no. feel like you ain't answered the question <laughs> at just all. Just one of them ass tangents. No, no that that's that had nothing to do no. with what we was talking about. And shit. So the question was, how do you properly vet white people to enter the culture? Like, what should be some criteria for white people so we can stop my niggas like Michael Rap Report from coming into the culture and shit? Like, how would you properly vet those niggas? I literally just told y'all that shit. Like that's it, man. No, no, no sense yeah. at all. Unfortunately, like people can be bought and shit. Like people can buy their way into our culture. All right. So, so when you're saying you're saying so to properly vet those people, you would be like, you gotta not- you gotta not be accepting of the money that they're willing to give you. Okay, then that's one of them. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the cash. and I don't know what the fuck this nigga talking about. He telling me I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like people be bought and shit. No, I'm that's saying a, that's a reoccurring thing. That's a real thing. People are literally being bought and shit. But that's not answering the question. How can we... You asked how can we vet, right? How can we get these people to fuck out of our culture, right? No, it's not how can we get them out. How do we properly bring them into the culture knowing if they come in genuine or they come in a soap game from us? And right. See, and now you just said it way different. Hold on, now, let me answer this shit. What's going on with y'all? But no, shit, how, how I would... Uh, too damn awkward and shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't see why women hate you and shit. Like women don't hate me. Women hate your ass and shit. But no, how I would properly vet these niggas is like, yo, if it's coming from a genuine place, you know how like some, like how Mac Miller, when he came to the culture, that shit was genuine as fuck and shit. Like, we knew that he genuinely accepted black culture and he really was fucking with that shit. Um, so like, if... And we can give you that stamp of like, all right, this nigga's not a leech. Like, he's not fucking Lil Pump. Because Lil Pump is clearly a fucking leech. You know, somebody like that and shit. Like, first, evaluate their genuineness to partake in the culture and shit. And you do that shit by like, all right, 
do you know about certain so you know how like you can ask like uh Justin Timberlake he'd be like yo I fuck with Al Green and blah blah, blah. and like how Robin Thicke when they was kind of go through like all of their like um and inspirations and shit like you can probably do that shit and see who was Fugazi or not because like if they would have back to what I said another person that was bought he bought his way into the yeah so I'm just giving you I'm just laying down like the the task of how I would go about doing it because I'm pretty positive Lil Pump don't know a goddamn thing about rapping shit facts (laughs) and then if you remember this shit like remember when Molly Cyrus was in it but like if you asked her who was some of her influences she could name you like all of those black influences I'm like yo why did you get into hip hop who'd you listen to she'd be like I listened to uh, Criss Cross another person that what bought herself into hip hop yeah But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, Michael Rappaport needs to get the fuck out of black culture and shit. And we need to let, get his ass the fuck on, you know what I mean? That's kind of, that's kind of how, uh, download that video and shit. But, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that shit. But, uh, moving on to our next topic and shit is... So, this other viral moment happened out there. It was a, it was a lot of wild viral shit that was happening throughout the week. But one thing that happened that kind of perked up my ears a little bit and I kind of uh, brought to the gang was um, Young Jock. So, Young Jock had uh, pretty much... Because Young Jock stayed doing a lot of weird-ass shit. Like, I don't know if y'all know about, like, a couple years back, he had, like, the... The, uh, the little Richard hairstyle. The little Richard hairstyle. Oh, no, I remember said, that. Ooh, oh, no, yeah, he definitely a weird-ass individual. It's going down. Oh, whoop. <laughs> ugly. I think it was the fuck? Little Richard, stupid as hell. But um, so Young Jock stay stays doing weird ass shit cosmetically to himself and shit. Whether that getting a fucking uh, little Richard hairstyle and his recent action, he uh, decided to get a fake beard on his uh, you know a fake beard and shit. So video uh, pictures went out of him getting his fake beard done. I don't know if it was a surgery or it was a spray. I don't know what the fuck it was, but he has a fake beard, right? So online people going in like bro you ugly as shit like why the fuck you get this fake beard ugly ass nigga you hate yourself booty face ass nigga uh all type of wild ass shit uh yeah no no but yeah all type of wild ass shit so they start shaming his ass and shit so initially the topic was like yo uh why the fuck we fuck with young jack i was like no fuck that actually i i became more pro of young jack because i start thinking about the current climate and current culture that we live in now so, Young Jock was online getting shamed for having fake cosmetics and all this fake shit. You know what I mean? And uh, I can even go to another portion of like how um, um, Hot 97, what's his name? Flex was getting shamed for his fake body as well and shit. So, it seems as I start to think about it and I, and I uh, uh, and really digest this shit, I'm like, why are men getting shame for fake cosmetics as far as like the fake bodies the fake beards and all this shit and women they are praised for it and you are ridiculed if you say anything wrong about a woman that has something fake but then when guys have something fake on them it's uh, it's a clear it's double a laughable standard. moment it's a laughable moment and there's no like yo make sure like y'all hurting this nigga feeling like none of that shit's like no pile on dealing this shit so the question is, why is there a double standard for guys getting fake cosmetic uh, versus women getting fake cosmetic? And should guys be given that same grace as women when it comes to fake cosmetics and fake uh, bodies and all that shit? The, the, the real issue comes from, and this is borderline, this is literally it. The real, the real issue comes, well, it's two, there's two parts to this. 
the first part comes from the internet and shit. The internet makes it seem like anything that you do it can be a laughable moment and shit. You right. know what I'm saying? That's number one. And number two, a lot of that comes from women too and shit. Facts. Like women, women expect a, a dude to just come like with everything and shit. He got to be tall. He got to have a six pack. His dick got to touch the ground and shit. Like he got to have perfect teeth. Like he, the the woman's mentality about what they want for a dude is like crazy and shit, right? So when a dude wants to go out and he does that, right. you know what I'm saying? Like if a dude, if a dude got the money and he want to pay for that, why are you shaming him for something that you wanted in the first place? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's he's literally he, well he's not doing it for you and shit. He's obviously doing it for himself and shit. But if he can meet the credentials that you're looking for and shit, like why are you shaming him for it? Like that shit just wild as hell that dudes really get shamed for wanting to do better and shit. Like. If if a dude express himself, they shit on him. If right. a dude get uh, if a dude get braces or some shit like that, they shit on him. Like it's just we gotta so, stop that stigma and shit. Now, just oh, to, let me go. Oh, cause I wanna I wanna just make sure the question is answered though. Should they be afforded that same grace? Absolutely. I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing wrong with, with a dude wanting to better himself for right. his opportunity to get the type of woman that he wanted. And, shit. and should we start a like a movement for like yo? We shouldn't be shamed for doing improvements to our bodies. We don't get pissed off when y'all show up with fake lips and all that shit. But let's see what Mitch has got to say about this shit. Because boy, am I hot. And I know I'm expecting you to say some more woman bass and shit. So we're going to keep going and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Shout out to the Mac and the Hank and Hoes. Because this topic is absolutely fire. Yeah, I appreciate fire. y'all boys. And my take on that is similar to Rico's. Fuck no, we shouldn't get ridiculed for that or whatever. Like. We making the same adjustments that y'all making or whatever. Like, right. if my hairline is not where I want it to be, nine times out of ten, I'm not even doing this for me. You might even want my shit to be where it needs to be or whatever, so... Preach, black man. No, nice. that's a fact. Like, men and women, when we do things to our body, honestly, it's not really for us or whatever. We so insecure that we want to be accepted by exactly. everyone, so we going out of our way. But as far as, like... If a guy get like a fake line and a fake beard or like a hair cover up or whatever, like let him live. Shit, you got fake ass, you got fake titties, you got fake hair or whatever. I'm still fucking on you. So That's what's the problem? Super fact. As long as it's done correctly, like if you just looking like a complete fool and shit, then yeah, we about to clown you. But like, man, let me live. Shit. No, nah, that's like, a good ass point. So, cause the thing is, it, it I want to get to that double standard because. One thing I've noticed that is... Wait, hold on, because you okay. didn't let me finish, though. One thing I will say is, can we pull it off, though? Like, because women can pull it off. Like, when they get fake ass and fake titties and fake hair, nine times out of ten, they look beautiful You know shit. the You know the one thing with oh, no, stuff? keep going. Hold on, let, let them keep going. Yeah, keep so, going. like... I'm sorry. We, we got to show that we can prove that we can pull this off. We can't be looking like jokes out here, because if, if that's the case, we're wasting our time. But if we can pull it off and it look natural and we look just as nice as y'all look, mm-hmm. the fuck is the problem? Like, right. So my my uh, take on this is, you brought up the hairline thing, and one thing I've noticed is, bro, it's so many fucking uh, hypocr- hypocrisy shit on online. Just and I'm just starting thinking about it more and more, and I, I and I'm getting furious with it. So like how LeBron, you know how LeBron, everybody got pissed off because like you know like, yo he bought his hairline, blah blah blah, like. But it's so acceptable to constantly comment on LeBron and, like, him trying to appear better. You know what I mean? Right. When something 
to enhance his overall appearance and shit, right? Like, LeBron constantly do that. People are like, nah, bro, that shit's fake. Like, don't do that shit. And it don't just be males clowning and be women as, as well and shit. And so we should definitely be given that same grace. And if we're not given that same grace, then they should we should remove the grace from them and shit. Yeah, and like, but it, you want to know? Hold on, you want to know why women do have that? Because they beat us to the punch. They was the first to do it, right? And they did it right. So it's like this is our thing. Who the fuck is y'all trying to come take? No, I ours? get that, but then that that goes into the point of other like the other issue. It's like just because you're the first, don't mean that y'all should be allowed to reign supreme on that. Thing. No, I agree. You know we coming mean? through in this bitch because we getting old just like y'all get old. Right. We need to make right. adjustments. We need to make adjustments and like we shouldn't be ridiculed for doing so. So if I would like to get a fake uh, fake uh, little bop on top of my head, but you I get should a fake get a little bop. You I know think what I mean? For you, you should get a fake a new face and shit. That'll probably work out for you <laughs> and shit. Nah, the you one should. you got right now, that motherfucker ain't working. <laughs> Say for the guy that can't go uh, a facial hair or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? And he wants to have a beard. Like, he shouldn't be shamed for wanting to have a beard and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's probably insecurity is. He probably tired of having a naked face and shit. That is a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of shit that go with that. Like, so All right, so... We'll- we just, the thing we got to do with women is we got to hold them to the same energy. Because one thing I know about, like, black council culture and all that shit... The fire is usually lit by women and shit. Guys, we just kind of like kind of go with wherever the fuck because they create the crowds of getting niggas the fuck out of here and shit. Oh no, that's a fact. But it's like we might need to band together and, and like when they start shaming somebody and we see it on the post, all of us need to jump on and say, Yo. "Hey, speaking of that though, like boy, you don't want to go against women." I was looking at this uh, post the that's other a day. Fact. It this girl she had put up a uh, she had put up a status that said. I don't like big ass dicks or whatever. And that's a wild ass status, by the way. But they just say he don't like big ass dick. You mad? You a fucking this no, let me, ass, disgusting ass. No, I'm just playing. He's trying to bro. twist it, but so she put that up, and I look. I, I seen it was a lot of people commenting, so I'm like, let me go look, yo. And then some other girl was like, nah, you know what I'm saying, big, big me, you know what I'm saying, big dick me or something. So I looked in there, I was like, what the fuck going on? And then I seen this dude comment or whatever, and he was like, uh. He was like, you should be happy somebody fucking with your squons, uh, <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants looking ass or whatever. Hey, and that shit was of, funny. No, I've been thinking of those moments too. Like, just shit. No, no, no hold on. The humble uh, be the best. No, I'll be thinking, I'll be wanting Let to be that shit. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. When he bro. said that shit, I was about to go put the laughing face on that because that shit was funny until I looked at the rest of the comments <laughs> and there was nothing but women. Boy, they was on his ass. Like, it was like, yo, if you got a little dick, just say that and shit or whatever because the whole topic was about, you know what I'm saying? So. They were just attacking the shit out of him. Like, this nigga's not a man. Like, if your <laughs> dick is little, just say a little shrimp or whatever. I was just looking like, yo. You ain't want It was like that car crash on the highway. And you like, fuck, I ain't trying to be a part No, because I was finna support him and laugh. Like, yo, this shit is funny. He called you, uh, what I said? Shit? SpongeBob <laughs> or whatever. Like, and then I went and clicked on her page and she kind of looked at like SpongeBob. So it was even more funny. <laughs> but when I looked at them other women, like, yo. once women can. Women can hurt your feelings and oh, shit facts. or whatever. Like once they got to talking about how less of a man he was, oh, yeah. yo, you know <laughs> I was out of there. Like yo, all of those folk. No, what I just realized now that I'm thinking about all this shit is like there's no how we was even saying in early our first topic of this pod of like we don't know how to express and be amongst each other and shit. That's us online as well and so like there's no like guys online because every most, most guys online are just online and we're not collectively moving as a unit unless we're talking about sports and shit but like women they know how to collectively move as a unit we might need to figure out how to fucking get because 
Most of the shit, we not running in them online spaces. Like you said, you had to watch another black man get fucking taken out. Oh, yeah, no, they was shit. destroying him and shit and or whatever. I'm pretty sure that fucked up his day. We but. never, we never as a whole, because, like, we got so many opportunists out there, because you got the black guys that's like, they want to jump on because they trying to figure out ways of getting in with one of those women and shit. So they going to just jump on, like, hell yeah, fuck dude. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, they was attacking side. this nigga, like, yeah, this little dick energy right here and shit, I was just looking like. <laughs> yeah, and I don't understand like, that, man. That shit look terrifying, man. Oh uh, yeah, no, nah, I was on the uh, I was on the uh, receiving end of that shit before and shit. But uh, let's get past that though, cause we got a lot more topics to cover. Yeah, feel man. But the main story of the week um, was this whole Quavo sweetie shit. And speaking of how women are responding online and all that shit, like I've seen. Well, let me let me let me before I even before I even break that portion. Let me just get to this whole situation. So. Quavo and Sweetie have been dating, I believe, for a year or two years. Uh, it may have been three years. I don't know how long. So they've been dating for, they've been rocking with each other for a little while, right? So, as you all know from uh, previous episodes, where when um, Sweetie went on the little podcast um, and she was pretty much talking about all the shit, then Quavo and her broke up, or whatever. So everybody was, uh, you know, Team Sweetie. People were still Team Quavo. His his image didn't get kind of fucked up until. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't even say if it got fucked up now, but a video came out this week of Quavo and Sweetie um, on an elevator and black men just stop doing stupid shit on elevators though. But that's a whole other thing though. So this video, Sweetie and Quavy, uh, Quavy, Quavy, I'm, I'm too damn gay and shit. But no, this video of uh, Sweetie and Quavo came Quavy. up. Yeah, I almost it. thought about walking out as soon as you said. Oh that yeah, that's not like I gave him my own little nickname. Like, no, this that new Quavy nigga. What the fuck? You gave him a nickname? You give your art? But no, nah, so um, Sweetie and Quavo video came out of where they were tussling on uh, the elevator. It appears that they were tussling over uh, luggage. Some people say the luggage is was like a Call of Duty game or some shit. Like you zoom in, you can see like Call of Duty and shit. And I'll just say it was just some other shit. But uh, if you the beginning part of the video, Sweetie takes a swing at Quavo, and then Quavo grabs the luggage and then he like pushes sweetie into the elevator and then she like falls that first they was fighting over the luggage and she like falls down and then he like turned around sees that camera's on his ass oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah and he she, realized he turned into the undertaker and facts. shit and then she stayed on the ground right and she just stayed there and he just got um you know he just pretty much was like fuck i fucked up whatever and as soon as that video dropped, first I started seeing, like, all of these wild-ass adjectives that blogs were using to describe the situation. They like, Quavo, and Quavo gets into a violent encounter with Sweetie. Quavo violently abuses Sweetie in the elevator. Like, they were saying this wild-ass shit. And then I'm seeing all of these wild-ass status speaking of, like, how women are reacting to this video online. Women are saying, like, you know, Quavo is an abuser. Like, that's, like, if he did that on the elevator, imagine, you know, all this other shit. So they was just, like, drawing their own conclusions of what happened. And then everyone was, most of the guys online, because, you know, how we just say, like, we don't stick together as a unit. So we just, some of us was getting a little annoyed because I, I had made a small shit. Like, bro, like, first I was like, yo, the attitude they're using about this story is fucking crazy. And some people's like, if I see any man on my timeline to, uh, supporting what Quavo did or saying anything of the ordinary, it's a block for me. And then like people were like, it's a block for me too and shit, like that type of shit. So, 
we gotta match energy. Hold on, but let me let me let me let me finish this. Let me finish this. We're gonna, we're gonna jump. So women were all throwing Quavo into this box, right? They were in this box, and then everybody was comparing him to Ray Rice and saying like he's pretty much the same person as Ray Rice. And guys were saying like, bro, Ray Rice violently punched his fucking girl on it. Like that was fucked up, and he deserved all the fuck shit that happened. You know what I mean? He punched her on a fucking elevator. In this situation, Quavo didn't. Let me. Do y'all think Quavo did anything wrong? Cause I'm gonna share my opinion. But before before we go into anything else, right? Okay, get get your we, shit. We on. we have got to match energies here. Okay, internets. Don't be sitting over here praising Solange, and then y'all get made at Quavo, mm-hmm. mad at Quavo. I'm sorry, I said made mad. Well, I did your thing. Y'all was on Twitter, going nuts. Ah, he did it to Beyonce. Don't know why he doing that to Beyonce. Ah, people's going fucking nuts, right? But now, when this video dropped with Quavo, and the video that I looked at, it kind of looked like she swung on him at first and shit. That's what I saw. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's neither here nor there. They both was in the they both was in the elevator. They tussled, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Don't be sitting right here making one thing okay and then another one not and shit. Every time situations like this happen, I always fall back to thinking like, damn, the internet really do have a way of picking and choosing the hero and the villain in certain situations and shit. So, That's a fact. So do you think he did anything wrong? Yes or no? They both did something wrong. What? They, they both they both are held accountable for that situation. Okay, so... One, she swung on him, and B, he flung her ass into what's her name. <laughs> no, <laughs> neither one of them did a, a greater, a worse deed than the other one and shit. And we're talking about the Quavo and Sweetie situation. He didn't... One thing I did, one thing I will say, he didn't fuck her up though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I hate to bring I, right, Ray Rice into it. No, I hate to bring Ray Rice right. into it, but Ray Rice fucked his girl up and shit. Let me go. Let it's me a go. double standard, but let's see what you got to say, Meech. All right. So, what is it? Did he do something wrong? Did, or? did Quavo do something wrong to Sweetie, or is the internet having a false equivalency when it comes to? Domestic violence. Was it? Was this even considered domestic violence? Let's go there. Okay, so let the audience know I ain't walking no thin nice. I'm gonna say how I feel and I'm gonna do me. So in that situation, I will say, black man, stop putting ourselves in these predicaments in the That's first so place, right. or whatever. But getting to this particular video, it did look like she swung on him, which violence on either side is not okay. Exactly. But. Okay, so he didn't physically punch her or whatever. So, you know, that's like another level of domestic violence or whatever. Even though women will be like, it don't matter what level of domestic. If it's domestic violence, it shouldn't occur. So he didn't put his hands on her like as far as like punching her or whatever. Did he he shove her or I'm going to be honest, y'all, like. Women be over dramatic about some shit. Like he could have like barely tapped her and like, cause she was on the ground for a long guy's time. Like he choke slammed her oh, and shit or whatever. So I will say, Just I don't know though. He damn near, I don't know though. He damn near kind of threw her to the turnbuckle though. He was about to close line her <laughs> no, eyes. But like, I mean, if I she would have bounced back, he would have kicked her like king and shit <laughs> or whatever. But I will say, no. All joking aside, like. He didn't. He didn't put. Sorry, you saying exactly. No, hold what on. He didn't. He didn't put his hand on her. The reason why, I, because I remember I was in a situation like this before. Like I remember, 
I was with somebody or whatever, and I was attempting to leave the place because it was getting very heated or right. whatever. So person stood in the way at the time i was trying to get up out of the house like let me just go because this shit is getting real crazy i don't do the domestic shit or whatever and she was like in my way blocking the door or whatever so me i just kind of grabbed her and like moved out the way like get up out the way and then i left but then i remember when i left like this sad person sent me videos like you left marks on my hand (laughs) i mean you left marks on my arm and shit like, I was in there just beating the hell out of her Donkey Kong style and <laughs> shit, whatever, damn, so. God said Donkey Kong style. That shit is crazy. So, <laughs> I, I know how women can, like, make shit seem like it wasn't something and shit. Like, she was really, like, showing the, 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 the quote-unquote bruises and shit. Like, I was in there just scratching her and shit, whatever. But, so, going back to the Quavo situation, like, he didn't put his hands on her, but... As a guy, you never want to be in that predicament at right. all. That's whether you grabbing her or whatever it is, because... She did fall, like, and then I'm a, if he if he could have been player about the whole situation, like if we broke up, like I don't care, you can have whatever this shit is. I can go get whatever this is. Oh, but they didn't. Five so times they, didn't over. they didn't break they up. That, they, that was that happened last year. That was an old. They never enclosed uh, what was in the case. Yeah. Okay, but I'm saying like he could have been been player about the whole situation. Like, look, I'm not even finna take it there. Whatever this is, like. I'm not, you can have this shit, you know what I'm saying? We'll deal with each other on another time or whatever. But since he didn't, and he found himself in that predicament, I don't feel like he should be... I don't feel like he should be canceled or whatever, like... Because he didn't, like... I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm supporting no domestic no, violence shit. No, but I know what you I'm trying to say, like, he... They both was wrong, bro. No, of course. But, like, in that situation, like, when the women swing at you... All right. Even though she was wrong, we know like she's not going to do a certain level of restraint. No, she's not going to do real damage to you, like because I'm I'm sorry, but men most of the time are naturally stronger than women. Yeah, so, but like, that's that. I don't. I don't. That's the ploy that I don't like. Oh, don't swing on someone if you know I'm naturally stronger than you. Don't do that. Right. You so you're saying that that gives you the right to knock no, her no, the fuck no, out no, and no, shit. No, no. Dude gonna punch her nose hard as a bitch and shit into her shit gushing. Alright, go ahead. You trying to get the joke off with that terrible ass shirt on this shit. Oh. God <laughs> damn, oh shit. Old man Rivers with his joke. Fuck wrong with dude. Nah, um I'm not justifying it or saying that it's okay, but what I'm saying is like don't 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 match that kind of energy and shit. Like whatever y'all had going on, y'all both should have the the wherewithal to know that it's okay to restrain each other. And right. Shit. So Rico, have, answer me this: Have you ever beat a woman and shit? Have I? I fucked a dude <laughs> up and his girl and shit. So oh, yeah. you support beating women and no, shit? No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, let the record state that Rico will beat the dog shit out of any female if, if she you, tries. If you, if you or your boyfriend try to jump me, I'm fucking y'all up. Yeah. Did you get right, more enjoyment on, hitting a woman? Dude was beating the hell out of her. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he DJ Flash. Did you when you terrorize her like <laughs> how many bruises and wounds did you really leave on her? Oh, shit. But no, nah, so my my take on the situation is because there's always uh that gray line, right? A gray line of defending yourself versus abuse and shit, right? So like like you said, cuz you know how like some guys 
You ever see uh, like a uh, it'd be some situation when there it'll be a dude and like the chick will swing on him and he'll swing back like bro she swung on me but then some dudes are like bro you ain't got to swing you can like move her or some shit like or shake her or restraint or some shit like that you know what I mean? But so just out of curiosity for both of y'all, when is it ever an okay time no, to defend that, yourself? That, that, no, that, that's that, that's what I'm getting to and shit. No, I I, I know that I was just ask I was asking. No, that's a question that's, about that's, that's, that's a question oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm saying like. That's the double standard when it comes to when it comes to dealing with the opposite sex. You know what I mean? Like, is is there ever a proper time to defend yourself? Because from when I watched the video, uh, it just seems like she swung on him. She tried to take his Call of Duty and his uh, PS Five, and uh, he was just like, "Yo, I just bought this shit. Like, yo, can I get my damn? Uh, can I get my Call of Duty back?" But in in all honesty, though. Like what me just said, I mean... <laughs> no, I said, what the fuck is dude, though? That shit funny. Nah, but what, what you said about him throwing her to the, ter- uh, the to the ropes and shit. Like, I mean, it was a little bit aggressive, but in this in the moment of after you... Oh, no, nah, she damn near hit her head and had a concussion and shit. But no, I'm saying, I get that it was a little bit aggressive in the moment of he was tussling for whatever luggage. And, and, and it seemed like they were fighting leading up to that. You know what I mean? Like, she probably was punching him all the way, too. Because if you see that, uh, the video, she swung on him going into the elevator. Yeah, like, why are you now, doing that? Like, don't nobody want to get hit? Like, regardless, right. the, nobody wants to get hit. And... Nobody should get hit. Because, bro, I know I just thought of Bow Wow. Remember the Bow Wow footage when old girls beating him up in the elevator and shit? Yeah. And, the, and the energy was hot, hot. Bow Wow got his ass whooped and shit. Like, there was no... no Facts. The same energy and shit. And, like, the thing with Sweetie and... Charles Hamilton. Charles Hamilton got clocked by Mary Pushed J. Blige. Uh, shit. By Mary J. Blige. And everybody's clowning him for getting punched. His career ended for him getting punched and but shit I, by honestly, girls. But honestly, I think... I mean, like you said, I think Quavo, he was just probably trying to grab it. Cause it, we do, you gotta rock, we gotta walk this damn line. Like you can't be supporting a goddamn domestic abuser and shit. But what I'm gonna say is, it seems to me from how how the public is receiving this is there's never a right, there's never a correct way of for a man to handle situations for a man to handle himself uh, if a woman puts her hands on that man. Like there's literally, I guess the the only way for you to handle yourself is to. Walk with, away. Walk you away. Well, but what if but, you can't walk but away? Like, in they, your situation, you tried to walk away. And he away. couldn't walk away because he was getting on that. They both going on the same place. But I guess he could have went a different well, direction. He could have went a different direction. But I don't think. I think she would have followed him. But, but I think in his mind, exactly. in his mind, because in his mind, he's probably thinking of like, yo, I'm not physically abusing at all. Like I'm literally just trying to grab my luggage. She's trying to take my luggage, or if that was her. But we don't know if that was his or not, though. But if it was his luggage, she's trying to take my luggage. And I'm just oh, it was to, definitely his. Yeah, I'm just trying to grab it away. So, um, what gives me the right to fight for my belongings? But then women just, I get being angry and whatnot, but it, it should still be something you just can't punch guys in the face. Yeah, let's let's get to accountability. Like, yeah. we don't support domestic violence or no shit like that. Like, the best oh. thing for guys to do is just walk away. If they follow you, just right. continue to get away. Or whatever, even if you have to get in the car and drive so they can't on, follow you anymore. This question, hold on, hold on. Let me go. I, I gotta, I'm gonna swing it to the next topic. The subject, it's still within the subject, though. When is there ever a time to defend yourself from a woman? Even in your loved one or, like, when is there ever... Not even defend yourself, because I'm not, I'm not going to say fight. I'm talking about... Because some people can say, like, oh, he just restrained her. He didn't physically throw punches or do none of that. You know what I mean? Like, when is there ever a time to restrain a woman? Um, I'll say 
when they swinging hold on, on hold you. Hold on, hold on. I'll say. Fuck that sugarcoating shit, Meech. When they swinging on you, you got to find a way to get the fuck out the way. Right, because she was swinging on Quake. No, hold on. You, you, you and, let me speak. And, hold on, because I, I didn't even finish the whole point, though. When she was swinging on Quavo, I mean, we all talk this big game, bro. Like, just walk, like, you getting punched I've in your I've been in real nah, situations. No, I, that's what I'm saying. So, we talk the big game, like, yo, you getting punched in your shit, just, like, I know myself, personally, I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to fucking swing back and no stupid shit like that. You know what I mean? But, at some point, you will either try to jack them up to stop hitting you and shit, or you're going to continue to just get hit. You know what I mean? Like, yo. They're going to shake her into her fucking head. No, falls I'm saying, off bro, shit. I'm saying, like, because we can't. I get like you. You can't just allow someone to continue to hit you and shit. So in your next argument, will you be swinging on your lady? Nah, bro. I'm I about did, to hit her hard. No, as hell. bro. I, I just said I said I wouldn't swing, but I'm saying is there is there anything wrong with stopping her from punching you? All right, shit? let me go. Y'all never let me answer it. So I will say, let's say if you are in a place where it's only one exit. Or whatever, and that's the only way to get out of this place or right. building or whatever it is, and she hitting you or blocking you or whatever. There is no other way you can walk around. Like if you walk around, you still inside this building. She still have access to bring that energy that you're not looking for. Right. So the only way is to grab her and remove her from the exit, so I can exit or whatever, and that's it. There's well, even really- more than that. The woman the. We're, we're putting way too much onus on ourselves. The woman shouldn't be doing that in the first place. If you see a man trying to leave, let him leave. There's absolutely no reason that you should want to stand there, block, and want to argue with a person. Like Women do that because they make sure that they want to get their point off. You you got your point off. Now let me go in peace and shit. Oh, no, we know that. So we, we know, don't get to this situation. We know that, but we know that's not the case in real life. Like women, I know, but we got to quit putting the onus on ourselves. Like We all keep saying, walk away, walk away, right. walk away, walk away. Like, yo, we try walking away and, and shit. And you're going to punch me. Like, yo, don't. Hit me! Don't yeah. fucking just punch me! No, like, I agree. No, you 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 do not have the right to just hit me or whatever. Like I agree. I've been in a situation where I've been hit before or whatever, and I ducked and clocked her out. And Damn, I was like, "Crazy, Eddie don't care. We going to jail, ain't he?" No, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Y'all know I don't support <laughs> that shit. That you know, we like, yo, we gotta go get me tired of jail. Well, if a doc comes out and shit, like this is the fifth women he didn't hit. Looking at us, but nah, interviewing us about this whole. Uh, but no, nah, real shit. I've been in a situation where a woman was hitting me or whatever. Like, my first thought was, I got to get up out of here or whatever. But to Rico's point, like, why the fuck is you hitting me anyways? Right. Because we got a, a, a argument that, you know, we didn't agree on something. Like, that don't give you the right because your emotions are so invested in this situation right. to put your hands on exactly. me. Like, and then there, there's literally no consequence. Like y'all was saying with the Bow Wow shit and all of, the, all of those cases, there is no consequence. Like for us, we go to jail for that shit. Facts. When women do it, it's like, well, how did you get yourself in that in the first place? Or are we about to laugh at you or whatever. So, yes, women, stop putting your hands on us or whatever. Oh. But men, we know. Yo, even if they do you just yo, gotta get up out of there yo without right. putting your hands on her unless man, you removing her out the way right. to leave as yeah. a man that's that's psychologically draining to not have any to feel like you don't have any options right. you know what I'm saying like yo you literally the situation that we're talking about now you literally are put in a box where you have no options you can't hit a woman you can't do anything you can't walk away there's nothing that you can do and just like 
These niggas say you can't hit a one. I don't want that to be an option for no, me. No, no, <laughs> Rico Lake, listen, bro, damn, man, I will break your damn nose. No, I'm like. not saying it like that. I'm not saying it like that at all. I'm just saying like the shit that they, the shit that you go through, like in your head, like me say, you trying to like get, you already trying to get out of a situation and shit. Right. Why are you making this situation harder than it really has to be? Like yo, you don't like me. You don't like uh, what I said. You blah 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 blah. Cool. Hey, hold on. Let, let me, me go. exit let, this shit. Let me go, because I remember a wild situation. I'm not finna speak on nobody's name. I'm not going to say your names or whatever, but I Person had... Person X, let's say that. Yeah. No, I had a uh, homeboy or whatever. This was years ago. We, yeah, okay. we was going to... We was at a bar or whatever, and his lady at the time was with him or whatever. So it was me, him, and his lady. And for whatever reason, the night was not going well for them two as a couple or shit or whatever. So... He decided, like, well, I'm about to leave or whatever. So I'm like, shit, I came with you, so I'm about to leave, too. And then she came with us as well. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Where do you think you're going? So he got in the car in the driver's side or whatever. And as he was attempting to leave, she was so angry at the situation that she went to the driver's side and punched him, like, six times in his face. And I'm sitting in the passenger seat like, what the fuck is going on or whatever? But to Rico's point, he didn't have nothing he could do. Like, he just took that shit. And like, well, he had the option was to leave, which he did after she didn't hit him a couple times. But that in that situation, he had nothing. He, I don't know what he could have did in that situation. You know, you know, another bad part about that situation, he probably went home and cried and shit. And then somebody probably, if if he was to cry and shit, people be looking at like, yo, you a bitch and shit. Like, oh, nah, nah, he, his his emotions was so high and shit. Oh like, no, nah, he ain't go home and cry and shit. I know him. Chances are he probably fought her probably three more times that night and shit. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just fucking around. You know but, what I'm saying? I know him. <laughs> Hell no. Nah, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he's guys. Saying, hey, Meech don't know that guy. We, Meech don't know that guy. Because, no, the, thing, the next thing that they going to say, you ain't holding your guy accountable. Oh no! Yeah, but she punched. She punched him. Yeah, he didn't do anything wrong. He just took the punches and drove yeah, off. Yeah, but then he didn't just say they fought her. They, I, they, no, they I was joking and shit. Oh, okay. I oh, no, I wouldn't fuck with niggas who hitting women and shit. Oh, Dude yeah. thought I had a friend like that. Funny friend, I know that did that shit to this guy. <laughs> this nigga right over here. Dude sitting right over there. <laughs> he said, Ooh, don't get me angry, hey, listen, girl. I, I, defended, <laughs> hey, I defended myself against a two and his woman. You know, weapons were drawn, and you I had to do what I had to be do. Angry, girl. Oh, yeah, I you, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, you and your boyfriend, weapons were drawn, and it's only me. Oh, you ain't got to explain yourself, yeah, yo. If you love shit. beating women, you love beating women. Yeah, and, I, and, and to the Quavo situation, it's like, yo, don't, I don't, this is not cancelable, yo. Do not put him in the same box as Ray Rice and uh, other domestic abusers, like that one fucking football player. That's the nigga who we should be talking about. The, Facts, dude. the dude from the Seahawks. Yeah, that beat up old girl and shit. Yeah, the white boy. Yeah. That's... Oh, my God. You just ran into a topic how they let the... Oh, my God. He was wilding with her, yo, and yeah. that shit dude, got swept under the rug. He beat her and asked her when she woke up, damn, he you still she, alive? Exactly. <laughs> he, he attempted to kill her and shit, and, like, he's still walking around with his freedom. Right. If that was us, it would have been a rap. There is no way. Right. I don't know, though, because there's been some black NFL players that got out of some wild situations, too. Like who? Like, um, what's dude that played for uh the Cowboys, Gregory? Um, Oh, no. He got locked up, though. No, he didn't. He never got locked up, and he beat the shit out of her. Uh, didn't they say he was body slamming her on a, on a bed full of guns? No, nah, he was doing. <laughs> yeah, he was doing some wild shit. <laughs> like he was. Doing, <laughs> I don't even mean to laugh because this shit is not funny. Like oh, yeah. domestic violence is not funny, but no, nah. domestic violence is not funny. So oh, yeah. I'll say, guys, like the only option we got is to 
if you have to put your hands on a woman, the only way you should be doing that is to remove her from the exit Screams and leave. And that's it. Right. Yeah, we don't condone that shit. And if you are going through any domestic violence, go get some help, man. Yeah, seek help. There's a bunch of research you can use. Like, um, damn, I forgot. If your if your relationship is to the point where it's like that, it's okay to walk away. Oh yeah. By the way, because like, not not for nothing, the Derek Jackson shit from last week, like how he was t- uh, coming across during that interview. Uh, he give off domestic yeah, vibes. Yeah, he give off domestic violence vibes and shit. So. Oh no, we do want to say that we, uh, you know, we do care about domestic violence and we super fucks. You know what I mean? We make sure everybody is good. We was only saying that, like, is there if there's so a, a standard as far as like how women go about putting their hands on guys, and far as like what should the guy response be, or should there should should there never be a response? You should you just just have to be born and just take those punches, like how your guy just took punches to the face. But let's get past this though. So. What, another thing that I did notice, um, and I've been noticing it for a while, it started when uh, this little Nas X was uh, popping off, right? So, little Nas, if you didn't pay attention, he dropped this weird ass video. It was like some weird satanic shit while he was popping his booty and all this shit. And I still have yet to watch this video. Um, and I actually got on Nige about uh, covering it because Nige was on Twitter talking about it. I was just like, bro, you actually paying attention to this bullshit? But. The story continued to kept it kept gaining traction and more traction and more traction and then he released these Nikes that were supposedly um, satanic so they had like blood in them they had like six 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 and if you don't know what six 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 is that's more of the the uh, mark of the beast or whatever so uh, little Nas X was embracing all of that on his video and apparently on the, apparently he's just doing a whole bunch of satanic as weird shit so. I originally thought about the topic as going into, like, talking about Lil Nas X and, like, what the fuck is going on with that shit. But the new topic that I I stumbled upon is, like, why is hip-hop so, um, why is hip-hop allow and embrace uh, satanic ideas and images? And it's not just today. It's getting really popular Currently, but it's always been a theme in hip hop. We was having this earlier about how like Three Six Mafia has been doing it because their name is Three Six, which is the mark of the beast and shit. Uh, Two bodies you talk about all the time. Uh, Biggie talked about it, and then currently Jay Z been doing weird shit. Uh, and then you got you know Drake with the six, and then his symbol is six six. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of weird devilish satanic shit in hip hop. And then if you even look at um, fucking um, what the fuck? The, uh, what's the other guy and shit? Um, fuck, I forgot his goddamn name and shit. Lil Uzi? Yeah, well, Lil Uzi is uh, <coughs> uh fucking name is damn near Lucifer and shit. Um, so you got all of that weird shit going off. Why do y'all think hip hop embraces? Oh no, and then and then like our language, even if the language doesn't mean what the intentions is, we still it's still rooted in like the actual term is rooted in satanic shit like so one popular phrase that people are saying now is demon time right like that's like means like somebody's out trying to like get it in you know what i mean like she's on some time and she's like she's twerking on a gram or whatever like she's just on, she's just on that type of time and shit whatever freaky type shit whatever you want you know what i mean she's on demon time but our culture is starting to embrace a lot of embrace 
willingly more satanic type of shit. So, I guess the question is, why do y'all think this is happening uh, within, oh, this has happened and con- and continues to happen? What do y'all think is the reason behind that shit? Okay, let me go first. I, first, before I even make my point, I don't support that shit at all. Like, I grew up in a, tur- in a church or whatever. I don't play with God. I never found that cool right. or funny. I don't understand that, like, whether it's um, music or entertainment or shows. I don't fuck with that. Why hip-hop or our culture is so accepting to that? I'll speak on hip-hop in general or entertainment. I think the reason why our culture is so accepting of these satanic images and just all kind of weird shit because i think that lifestyle damn there is like some satanic ass shit like when you when you make so much money you it's hard not to become twisted and fucking right. evil and shit yeah, you and then once That's you big ass point right there though once you get yeah once you get to a certain level of fame and riches like where you have done all of the normal things that we do in life you start experiment with weird shit or whatever, and then that's when you in wild sex parties, and that's like none of that is like no Christian shit. That's like some devil kind of shit Facts. or whatever. So I think that life is just so draining. Nothing about that life is meant to be good for you or whatever. Like if I got more money than the next five people around me, that means I think I'm better than y'all. So now I'm finna go crazy. Like nothing good is coming out of this or whatever, and. In that lifestyle, there's a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women. There's a lot of... A lot of this shit happens past 12 o'clock. And if you go out, you know a lot of bad shit happens after 12. Right. Or whatever. So, that lifestyle was never made to be meant for good or whatever. Like, that lifestyle was... If I have so much fame and so much riches, I think I can get whatever I want. So, now I'm just... If you... That that lifestyle is not meant for like no Christian views or no religious views or whatever. It's meant to be evil and shit right. or whatever. Like, so I think that's why our culture accept it. And then, as far as the terminology or whatever, like, I think we use the term the terminology or whatever because we so used to coming from nothing or whatever. So I don't know. I can't even make no, excuses no, for that no. shit. That's a good, I, I did like the point that you were saying. As far as like. Money is the root of all evil, right? No, that's a fact. You know what I mean? And our culture, especially hip-hop culture, we embrace that shit. We got the money phones. We got the money on our arm and all this shit. So, my theory is like, yo, if money is the root of all evil, and we are the culture that's praising money. Like, hip-hop praises money. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole thing is like, you'll get the bag. I got the bag. You know what I mean? Like, well. It's uh, outside of the money. It's the lifestyle too. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But the money funds the lifestyle. But sure. you use the money as a symbol of your worth, right? But if your worth is backed by money and you're not backed by spiritual shit, then your worth is essentially backed by the devil and shit. You know what I mean? And then some people are like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to embrace whatever the fuck this is and shit." You know what I mean? Because I Biggie had a bar about like him with the devil and like they was like shooting dice or some weird shit but like 
our culture is naturally on that shit. Even uh, shit, Jay Z on uh, the Evils, you know. Uh, on, I know Jay Z did that his entire career. Right. Like it was a weird time where Hold on, me, I me, wasn't me, sure. But all right, go ahead. But no, I'm saying even Jay Z was uh, was doing that shit. So I think since our culture has been co-opted, right? Because when they first started out, hip hop first started out, it wasn't about money, right? It was like a counter culture to all that shit, to corporate America, to doing shit the right way. It was like a freedom movement type of shit. Like, you know, we break dance and spray paint wall. We anti-establishment. We all this shit. But I think when money started coming in, niggas started becoming corrupt. And I think it became one of those things of like, yo, I'm willing to do whatever to succeed and shit. And if that means, quote unquote, selling my soul, you didn't sell your soul. You're just literally saying, I'm willing to embrace even if there's ideology, if you don't believe that it's real or not, I'm willing to embrace that it is real and see how far that can take me, especially in the U.S. when the U.S. is considered a Christian nation, you know what I mean? So, like, now it seems like hip-hop is more so embracing anti... It's almost like an anti-religious field, you know what I mean? Like, it's like how they're pushing that shit versus... And even if you want to look into it even deeper, the rappers who push more of the... That's why, like, if you pay attention to how J. Cole was when he first started in the game and shit, then, like, I think once he got into it, he started seeing, like, wait, what the fuck is y'all niggas on here? So that's why you start seeing him reject that shit. And I honestly think Cole and Kendrick both was looking at, at like, what the fuck was going on in the game. Like, Kendrick's been... I know, Kendrick, he spoke about what we talking about. Yeah. He covered that shit in, the, um, what's the song called? Pray. No, how you feel or whatever. Oh, they talking about, yeah, like... Uh, he yeah. literally covered this entire thing or whatever, yeah. but... Let me jump in, though. I think, also, I forgot to say, the satanic images and all of this shit in our culture, unfortunately, it sells. Like, being a good person and being a Christian or whatever your belief is does not sell. When Chance tried to come out on the gospel shit, even though he did get supported, but, like, our culture do not accept being nice and kind and you know what i'm saying like it's more cool to be on some devilish shit or whatever like because we came from such rough environments that we want to keep that type of energy like we came from the streets where we had to be reckless so we gonna even even once we get to the high the highest powers of we we've ever been we still gonna keep that same mentality so naturally that street shit is gonna turn into some evil shit because that's all the shit was in the first place like I don't know. I just know it sells, unfortunately, to be on some evil shit rather than to be on some... Because even when Chance came out, this is maybe a false parallel, but like when Chance came out with the I Love My Wife uh, album, niggas hated that shit or whatever. But if you came out with an album calling women bitches and sluts, that shit would sell or whatever. So that... Hold on real quick. Can you keep talking? But yeah, the... um Shit, like I said, unfortunately, shit, that shit... In our culture, for whatever reason, we love to be on some, you know, evil time or whatever kind of dumb shit. But it's for me, I don't support that shit. I don't play with them images. I believe the energy that you give out, you will receive back and shit. So, so I don't play with that kind of shit. But hey, the rappers love it. So, nah, I I agree with you wholeheartedly and shit. Like, I I think the the one thing with Chance though, Chance tried to label that I love my wife shit as as a rap album and shit. I, I think he probably should have did some kind of different marketing with it 
You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. That was a bad example because musically that shit was just god awful. No, like, it, that shit it was. was. Terrible. It, it, it really was. But I mean, people was already shitting on it too and shit. Like before, I, I specifically remember people shitting on it already before it even dropped and shit because they was just like, "Yo." And this is I meant to apologize to you for this because people was expecting chances to drop like another acid rap and shit like that, and you was right. So I apologize to you on that. Like. When we was having that Drake discussion, like people people evolve and shit. So he was just making music that was fitting to whatever his life was at the time and shit. Yeah. But um, as far as like all this this devil worshiping shit like that, I mean that shit been going on so long. As a as an adult, you know what I'm saying? You got to just learn that it's okay. It's okay not to want to sh- be a sheep with other people and shit. Like you don't have to follow that shit at all and shit. Like, and that's the, that's the number one thing with us as a as a whole and shit. Like people. People uh, will use a word and shit and then just use it to fucking death and shit. Like, people don't even know... People didn't even understand, like you said, the power the, the power of the tongue and shit. Like, using that word demon time and shit. Like, I, I, I would never use no shit like that. Like, when people say shit like that to me, it sounds like they're trying to kill me or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit just sound mad weird. So, it's just like, fuck that. Like, it's okay. It's okay not to want to... Do the shit that everybody else doing too and shit. But when I was arguing with Trey, feeding his fish in the middle of the pod. Nah, that shit was annoying nah, the hell out of me. Nah, he was attacking the shit out of He was down there killing that white one and shit. I had to get him. just had peed in the wa- in the tank and shit. Nah. What's wrong, dude? Nah, because the white one was getting sick, but he was he was getting ready to eat his head and shit. The black one was biting on his fucking head as I was watching him chase him and shit. What the fuck? But nah, uh, y'all y'all pretty much covered that shit for sure. But yeah, so we don't support none of that satanic shit. Get that shit the fuck up out of here. Take that to the culture it belongs in, rock and roll, and keep that shit there. Right. Thanks. And that's another thing I did want to mention is how um, rock and roll had that influence on hip hop. Because you know how, like, how uh, Lil Uzi Vert, what's the, the rapper who had just passed um, from Chicago? Uh, Juice World. Juice World. Remember how like they, their sound was more like a, like a. Juice World definitely not from Chicago. He is. Juice World from Chicago. Chicago. Juice World is definitely from Chicago. All right, go ahead. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying, like, I think that's a good point that we kind of didn't... You know how we've noticed how hip-hop and R&B has, like, blended and shit? We also... Because, like, you know, rock kind of damn near died a little bit off and shit. But it's like, not really. We damn near kind of took that and ran with it and shit. But uh, we gonna wrap that, uh, that topic up and shit. And uh, get to our music shit But before we get to our music shit the Fellas wanted to take your boy To the ear court He listen to music And he doing his thing in the game His ear don't matter His ear is the same and he ain't listen. No, just playing. I'm about to keep. But nah. So as no, let me explain it. No, well, you got. I got to bring up the no, case. How we, exactly. Let me do that. You go. I'm gonna bring it up. You are gonna defend yourself. I'm the reason why well, I'm you come. How we bring? How I normally introduce the case, not your portion. Just no. The, I want to introduce it because I'm the one who brought you here. So okay. So we have an air court right now because that's not what I'm talking about. I told you, you know, it's like, this to defend it. Like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Misha's kind of fucked up the whole little vibe, and she's about to explain that shit like a peasant that he is and shit. But what I was going to say is, the defendant, 
DeAndre Jones is being presented to ear court yet again. This time, his ear is on trial because he thinks that the Rod Wave project is actually good. The plaintiff, Demetrius, is also is saying your ear card should be revoked for how many? How, how long? Um, I'll say thirty days a month. Oh hell, that's a long ass time. Hell, no. that's what happens when you support bad music. Nah, you're my. You're, okay, so we'll. I'll give you. Oh no, but he thinks my. I, I should. I should have some type of penalty for my. You'll be the judge in this, Rico, and oh, you'll yeah. divvy out the penalty, a fair penalty. If you say it's thirty days, you can come up with whatever the penalty should be. All right, so he think I should be in ear court, meaning I mean, if I am penalized, that means I can't give a take on music for that period of time. And I can't add any music to the podcast playlist as well. That well, no, that's not it. It's just the, the take on music. So let's go meet. Okay, so this came about because the host in our group chat he put he put, I think I think you sent the Rod Wave link or whatever to the album and was like, yo, this is actually good or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with Rod Wave or whatever. So I was like, okay, let me go see what this is about. And I listen. Literally, first of all, it was way too many songs. Way too many songs. But I listened to all of the songs. And they all had the same theme as all of his music, which is on some whiny crying shit or whatever. Like, why are you so goddamn sad? Like, you made it now. But outside of him being sad, musically, I think Rod Wave is really talented. But in this particular project... I thought he did an awful job or whatever. Like, most of the songs was redundant. It was about the same shit about him being sad coming from the streets or whatever. And he he done that before and made hits or whatever. But this time, to me, it was just a bunch of whining and complaining on, on that shit. It wasn't no... I didn't feel no real... I mean, it had substance on it because he was talking about, you know, his, his circumstances he came from. But... The actual song was just awful. It was one big whining ass, crying ass, just awful or whatever. So it was probably like, what was it, like 17 or 20 songs out of that? I like one song or whatever. And that shit is sad as well or whatever. But you can get one sad one sad song off. But your entire thing, your entire project cannot be about the same shit about how you sad and shit or whatever. And then you're not even doing it as good as you once did or whatever. So you can't tell me. No wordplay because we never we never look at him for that. No, we just this is about why my ear needs to go to court. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't you can you cannot say he has some wordplay that you like. You can't say the the direction of the album was was great in my opinion. Man, that shit was awful. Yo. I explain know, yourself. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna explain myself. One, you. So the album is sad. Of course, you go to Rod Wave, he makes sad music. Just by you making a sad project doesn't make the project bad. Now, there's a whole genre called blues where every song on the album will be considered sad. His lane is sad hip-hop music. It's about the struggles, about all it is. I thought how he executed the album was good. And it fairly shocked me how he can actually sing on some of them songs. I'm like, oh, he can actually hold some notes. You know what I mean? So that portion... Then it was um, other portions of, of the album where I was like, yo, I can I can feel the substance of certain shit he's saying about like, you know, losing friends and like all of this shit. I felt him, you know what I mean? And but overall, 
I, I said the album was good. I didn't say it was great or the top album. All I said was like, yo, y'all should check that uh, Rod Wave album out. It's good. And I'm not saying it's not sad because it is a sad album. But that doesn't mean I should go to Earcore because I say an uh, album is good. Now, if I'm expecting him to make, I'm not expecting him to make an uh, album. I'm expecting fucking uh, Drake or all I knew what type of music I was going to get. But based on the type of music that I knew he was going to make, I'm saying it's good because I knew he was going to make sad hip hop trap music which he did and i thought in that uh in that lane he executed it beautifully and then one thing i also want to say is i'm not the only person who felt this way you know what i mean so, i didn't i didn't hear a lot of talk about I, this I'm album. On, my, on my timeline i saw it i don't know rico said he's seen people on his timeline saying that shit so like and it was gaining traction it was just gaining traction on like different media circuits and shit Okay. So, Damn, I had a point, but I lost also, it. I'm actually shocked at the fact that we... Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. No, no. You got to give his point. No, but, before you go, let me go. Let me go. Because it's not a bad album. This okay, before you go, because I was thinking, when you sent that to the group chat, I was thinking, this is the wrong person for you to finally try to listen to that other side of no, music. No, bro. Right. That, that's, that's, let me speak. No, let no, me no, speak. no, no, let no, me. no, no. Because you keep... I hate... No, this nigga runs with fucking narratives that are fucking false. Like... Just some some trap hip or shit that you listen to, I don't listen. But there's other trap artists that I do listen to. It just depends on if I like the type of music they're making and if they're if they're doing it at a good rate. Cause they try to literally try to tell me at, at the fucking uh ho, at your birthday party that I didn't listen to Wavy's first album and shit. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? That's a fucking classic project and shit. Oh no, we were just calling you for what you. No, are I'm no, I'm no, I'm saying because you try to create narratives that are are totally false. And narratives. Shit. How- I don't just listen to one style of hip hop. All I'm saying is, when you execute it well, I like when you do it. Rod Wave did it well. Uh, Webby on that first album did it fucking well and shit. Uh, Jeezy's uh, first album, he did it well. Like certain artists, I actually like when they do it good and shit. But what was you gonna say? Oh no, go ahead, Rico. You you get no, the time. I, I was actually finna say. Uh, not not quite what Meech was finna say, but I was just finna say I'm actually shocked that Rod Wave was even a a, a thing for you and shit now, because a, of the type of music that you right. listen to. Now and I'm shit. gonna tell you this though, because I, like I said, I give every artist a try, and then if I give you a try, I'm like, what the fuck? Like I don't know, be like, all right, I can't rock with this shit. But what really uh, warmed me up? Even I even gave the little T uh, little TJ project a try. And that shit was trash and shit. Yeah, I did too. That shit was. No, shit I was fuck a, with little TJ. That shit was awful. Actually, though. no, that's what I'm saying. I got his music on my phone, but right. not from that garbage that's ass what I'm album. Saying. And, and as you can see, I just identified the album that was trash and shit. But I went to that. I, I that look that Rideway project came on my uh, radar because I was listening to Breakfast Club. You know, he was on the Breakfast Club and shit and talking about it. I'm like, yo, I like. I like how he thinks and shit. You know what I mean? Like he's a hood ass nigga, but I like I like how he was thinking, how he was talking, and then like he hit a note. I was like, what the fuck? Same way when I first uh, uh, Roddy Rich and shit. When I seen Roddy Rich actually had like real ass talent and shit, I was like, what the fuck? Like Roddy Rich is actually talented. I feel the same way with Rod Wave. Like Rod Wave is actually a good artist and shit. So when all of that points together, I was like, yo. He, I'm getting vibes that he actually has real talent from from uh, ability to sing. Now. He might have a monotone when it comes to the the theme of his music being sad and whatnot, but like, I gave him that listen based on his his interview and like his overall talent ability and shit. Let's go. Nah, I mean, like I say, for I'm just shocked that that shit even came up. Well, but I mean, in in Meech's defense though, because of the way that you the way that you say your love is for hip hop and shit, 
it 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 comes off as if that shit should have never came on your radar in the nah, first place. No, that's, that's what, not the point. That, but it, the, the whole the whole thing is: should I be penalized for saying it was good and shit? I don't think you should be penalized for saying it's good. Okay. Did you listen to it? No, I'm not listening to that crybaby. How the fuck you gonna shit. be the judge if you never even listen to it? Right, well, we didn't, well, because specifically he didn't say <laughs> he, he didn't say should he be penalized for listening to him as I mean that album. He said should he be penalized for listening to no, him. It was strictly about that album. You you gotta listen to the album. That shit is awful and shit. I don't think it's awful, but overall, I, I don't think I should go to the fucking uh, ear record. So we ain't got the right judge. This no. nigga ain't even listen to the shit. All right, well shit, y'all. Well, look. I mean, I've been told you niggas I wasn't listening to it. Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm just saying shit. I told you niggas that shit in the chat. I'm like, hey, I'm well, not listening to me. Just, just, just say case shit. of germ, bro. <laughs> case of germ, bro. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you feel about, since you didn't listen to the album, how do you feel about Rod Wave in particular? Do he make good music, yes or no? I'm not sure, honestly. That single was good and shit. No, I will say Rod Wave already said Rod Wave is talented. You, you know me I listen to versatile music Like I fuck with Rod Wave I just didn't fuck with That particular project right. So this is more of a taste thing And not like My ear should be on trial Type shit Cause normally When we have ears on no, trial No your ear no, should no, be on no. trial Because Meech, the Meech album a, itself a, Was awful Meech In Meech defense He got a He got a to, For him calling you to trial Was it It, it was it was fair and shit You know what I'm saying It was fair But Man, Ask me what would my rating be what yeah. would your rating be, Mish? Hold on. What would your rating be? My rating would be like a three. What would your rating the be? The hell was that? A six point five. Just turned into a guinea pig. And oh shit. damn! You gave that shit high in the bitch. Six point five, not too high. Six point five? Yeah, that's not high at all. Out of a scale of one and ten, that's pretty high. It's over average though. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. I said, I said good. But it's not good. See, that's why I wish we had somebody that listened. But well, it's I'm all saying, good. We the s- audience can determine if that shit like. When we was talking about the little baby, you seen in the in the in the his presence Bruh. or whatever. Like I didn't have to explain my shit. You can actually go see. Bruh. I'm saying with Rod Wave, I have not seen the effect of this album or whatever. I've seen it on my time, but all I'm saying, all I'm saying is normally when somebody you have to say some asinine shit to get to the ear court. I literally just said that. I didn't say it was an eight or nine or seven or none of that shit. 6.5 I'm telling you Once you listen to that shit You're gonna be like Yo this shit is awful I'm not listening to it I'm telling you now and shit I know my heart on eyes Heart on eyes And I can't breathe Ooh, uh, And that's tell. exactly why I'm not listening to it But no, nah, That shit made me wonder on. What was going on With your personal life And nah, shit No, nah, I, I, I told you I was listening to the interview And I was like Let me go take this boy out And shit But I'm, That's gonna wrap up The Mag and the Hanging Podcast episode. Wait we ain't getting to the Wayne Well it's, it's We in two hours And shit Alright uh, we, we, we can talk about it uh, next time and shit. But that's gonna wrap up the Mac and the Hanging Podcast episode eighty six. Thanks for listening. Make sure you uh, continue to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our Instagram is M A C K I N H A N G I N underscore podcast. Follow us up. Follow us on Twitter. Keep coming with this content. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Peace. Yeah, I'm on the pill, cut on Lauren Hill, on the real. My G Wag came with six tonka wheels, born to kill. B flag gang, put that on my tears. On my little jet airplane, tryna pop my ears. Popping off and get you pop for real. You know you're not for real, you faker than some shiny white veneers. And if it smoke, it's just a fire drill. I've been lying still in the jungle, even lions chill. I make a giant kneel. I heard heaven needs some volunteers, that's what I've been hearing. Hit your mama crib like your mama feared. From the bottom of my heart, my hustle bottomless. Bow, I knock your top off, son. Ready or not?
Here I come. I'm just trying to vibe, so I'm rolling up.